Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Salutations, everybody. It is Maddie here today with episode 225 of the Ham Radio Podcast. And it's me, Carrick, with ACG. All you. And it is me, Mallory. I am currently the community manager at Discord. Woo! When you were on last, you were you were working at SteelSeries. You gave me... Headphones, I, so, yeah. I, I still oh, use the uh, the Fallout themed ones, the glory good, days. Good. Yeah, I still use the mouse pad. I have it over there. Uh, it's not with me right now. Um, yeah, you you hooked me up a shit ton. So Mallory, it's good to have you back. You know, it's good to be back. <laughs> I was I was been remi- a few years. So yeah, I know. I was reminiscing a little bit. There was this episode you came on, and it was me, you, and I think Scribe Slendy, and mm-hmm. we were just talking it about was. like random topics. And I remember, like, at one point we were sharing stories, and it involved you and a rodent. Do you, do you, oh, no. Do you remember what I'm talking about? <laughs> okay. Yes. I, ki- I killed my hamster. Wait, what? Accident. I don't remember that one. Hold on. No, no. Well, you said rodent, so I think that's what we were talking uh, about. No, no, that's not what I was talking about. <laughs> Your face is red. I can see it. Not what I was part. talking about. <laughs> I was looking for a hamster. It's fine. Oh, man. My face may be a little red because I did come in from a run half an hour ago. But uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to episode 225 of the Podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoy your stay here. Uh, if you want to go ahead and help out the show, we have Patreons linked in the description down below. There's mine. Uh, there's Carrick's. Um, if you support mine for a buck, you get early access to this show. $3 gets you into the Discord, where uh, I've been hearing a lot of people say it's the best Discord around. Carrick's got a bunch of shit going on, so Carrick, if you want to go ahead, promo that. No, we're good. No, nope, I don't really good. have anything. Yeah, because I don't really have anything coming up right now. So All right. And, there's nothing uh, that I can really promo. Mallory, any, anything you want to pimp? Myself? No. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Wow, no, no, there. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I have, I have nothing. I have nothing. <laughs> nothing. Isn't that Carrick, what you're, you're supposed wearing, to do, though? I've never seen Carrick wear a short sleeve shirt. Holy shit. Oh, I've, yeah. I don't think I've, show the guns. I don't think I've ever seen your arms. I really, you're either wearing a hoodie or you're wearing a long sleeve shirt. I never, ever have seen your I arms. J- occasionally, I dress up for you. Wow. Mm-hmm. Today, <laughs> I didn't. Today's short, uh, short sleeve. Wow. All how right. Many, how many episodes did that take? Uh, over a hundred. <laughs> yeah, like seriously, he stuck up his arms. I'm like, oh I my mean, god, I'm always skin. I'm always just in boxers. But other than that, I, I do occasionally. I wouldn't blame you. Yeah, yeah. Blame <laughs> exactly. If you're doing, I've done, this is the second podcast. It's Dude, like the, ninth the amount hour of, in front of, the of videos I've recorded where I put on like a decent top and I sit in this chair in my pajamas. <laughs> in pajamas. Yeah, yeah. Every time, like that's most of my videos. <laughs> that's all I'm doing. That's way to do it. <laughs> yeah, but you got some style in pajamas. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah, I remember you and Lone used to look for that. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was a couple times where you got up to grab something from your background, and you'd leave, and Lone would look at my face, and I'd be like, what the f*** is he wearing? No, you guys made fun of me, because, like, there was one time I I was an idiot. Without thinking, I stood up to close my blinds, and I was wearing, like, Ninja Turtle pants. You were, yeah. Like, really colorful... Like, Why is that embarrassing? Styling and profiling. I don't That's know. Awesome. Definitely, it def- <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. A little old for that, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> no, no, never, never too never. old, never. All right, thank you for the encouragement. Um, last week I was not here. I want to, you know, just thank Carrick on air once more. Carrick, you sure. did an excellent job with Absey on the on the show, thank you. and uh, everyone appreciated what you did. Myself especially because. Uh, I had to, to be with my grandmother, so um, I thank the audience for understanding. I'm, I'm sure I'm not asking much of you all to, to understand that, but uh, everything's good now, and uh, we appreciate you all. And now let's get into the news after four minutes. Uh, we're going to start off with the Outer Worlds, extended thoughts. Um, I beat it. Carrick beat it. Mallory, you started today, yes? I started it last night, so oh. I'm approximately only two hours in. Oh, oh, gotcha. I spoke with water in my mouth. Okay, um... Let's start off with you then. How how are you feeling about this game? Because I know you you love New Vegas. I love New Vegas. I was super excited for this game. Although I think I've learned over the years to keep my expectations not low, but you know anywhere from like In the check. low to mid range. Mm. Thank you. Reasonable, reasonable. That's the <laughs> correct answer. Um, but when I started playing yesterday, I I felt a lot of feelings. I felt a lot of Bioshock. I felt a lot of Fallout New Vegas. I felt a lot of like steampunk vibes. I don't know. I um I loved it. I loved the introduction. Um, it reminded me a lot of of you know Fallout Three and Fallout New Vegas. So I immediately fell in love. And I have I have like in laws coming in. And I have all this stuff going on in my life, and I'm like trying to find time to play it. Um, and I kind of just want to like be by myself and play it. But that's what I've been doing all morning. So um, it's been pretty great. Awesome, awesome. Carrick, I know you put out a review. You said it was absolutely a buy. Um, do you want to give us a general synopsis, and then we'll, we'll get into the more nitty-gritty? Uh, yeah, it's just... Um, is I think it, one of the th- best parts of it is the design is sort of perfect right now. It's not 60 hours. It's not 90 like Disco Elysium, which is what I came off of to review. And that game is, like, nut bar. And to come into this, it was <laughs> nice out. What Nut bar. Nut bar. Dude, di- I told you, Disco Elysium is the weirdest game I've ever played in my life. Like, it's insane. And the writing's insane. I didn't know how Obsidian would hold up because right. um, I would say it's the best writing I've ever played in a game is Disco. So to come into this, I was a little nervous that the writing wouldn't hold up. Mm. But it held up, and I like the I like the way it was paced. Uh, it's sort of parsed out 25 to 45 hours, depending on how long you so- want to spend on it. Okay, um, so, oh, so I just want to confirm to everyone, I just looked it up. Nutbar is an actual word. It is a oh, noun. It is. I, I've never heard that word before. Nutbar is an informal way of saying a foolish or eccentric person. Um, yep. It's also an item of snack food in the shape of a flattish rectangular block. That They're terrible. <laughs> don't ever eat the food. Don't ever eat the food. They're terrible. Just use the word. Sorry, I um, don't want to drag you off topic there. Just, I, no, that's right. I, it's just... Wow, it, it was just well paced out, and uh, right now we're looking at games where everybody's doing that weird dance where they're like, "Game's got to be sixty hours," which is bullshit. That's not true. Yeah, and so a game like this, where you can do what you want, you can extend it if you want, or golden path it if you want, and uh, it held up throughout the entire thing, which was sort of surprising for me because most games 
you know, you'll get a third, a three, three fourths of the way through, and there's a down point or something like that. Mm. But the way they put it together just felt just perfect. And yeah. uh, it was nice from start to finish without any real dips in quality or just that moment where you're all, oh, I got to do another quest. There was one quest that was collect things in the entire game. I know, right? I, it was, was uh, awesome. it was kind of crazy when I started doing side quests, and then uh, one of the actually the first I put this in quotes side quests I got was actually what the game labels a task, like which mm-hmm. are which are more of those I guess miscellaneous quests you can do. But right. that one, that one miscellaneous quest really kind of solidified the universe for me. It was about the like the cemetery fees. This is really early, by the way, Mallory. Yeah, I, I think you, early. I think you may have done it. It's like right I, in front of Edgewater. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah, that that one like really sold me on the whole universe. I said it in my review. I was just like, "Wow, it's really fucked up here." <laughs> like they're collecting fees from the dead man, and they're like, they start talking about someone who killed themselves, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm." They're like, "Cause I'm relative," and they're like, "Relative, like oh, you this is like a family member you lost." And he's like, "No, I was like the last relative person in the area to find the body, so I have to pay the fees for them being dead." And I'm like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, it's like. I don't want to say it's funny. It's just like, it's so messed up. It's funny. And uh, it, it takes a, a dark brain to think up uh, uh, something like that. What I found as I completed the game, though, um, while I, I just kept looking back and forth between New Vegas, this, KOTOR 2, I found myself when it came to like the universe, the characters, and the plot like itself, I cared more than I did with New Vegas. Like, I thought New Vegas was cool because there was a lot of choices and a lot of paths, and it's it's really awesome how everything plays out. But I never had, like, a deep investment in its in its factions, I guess. Right. Um, I thought yeah. they were a little too, like, NCR's obvious. No one's ever going to realistically pick the Legion. Um, and so Mr. House also became an obvious choice. I don't know. I felt like it was too simple where... The Outer Worlds demanded a little more thought and intrigue, so I I, th- I found myself like a lot more invested just from a story front. That doesn't mean like it's better than it's just I and it could be I'm honeymooning, but I just I found myself a lot more engaged throughout the whole uh, story, just like you said, Carrick. Um, we could start off by talking about like favorite moments, you know, throughout our experiences. Uh, Mallory, if you want to start, is there anything that immediately comes to mind for you? I mean, I just had to make the first major choice in the entire game, which is reroute power to Edgewater or to uh, the botanical labs. Uh, so I actually paused the game for like 15 minutes. Oh my God. I was messaging all of my friends. I'm like, what do I do? I don't want to make this decision. Is there any other way out of this? Like, do I have to force myself to make this decision? Um, and I did. So, and it was terrible. But um, yeah, I. I, I I don't mean to cut you off, but I just, I was looking through like the hidden trophies after I beat the game. I was like, what else did I miss? And there was another third option for Edgewater that I had no idea about. I don't even know where you discover it or start it, but it was based off the description. I'll just say it was pretty fucking terrible, <laughs> terrible in like a, 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 a inhumane way. Sorry. Keep going on Mallory. Let me cut you off. Okay. Now. Then knowing the way that I play, I would have not, I would have not done that Chosen. third option then. No. Yeah, I wouldn't have chosen that. So, um, yeah, no, I chose to redirect everything to Edgewater, and uh, I met up with really? uh, Adelaine afterwards, and she was upset. And I'm like, but you're so nice. I didn't want to make you upset. Uh, that's just how I like to play uh, RPGs in general. I like to be a super charismatic uh, folk, and, uh, yeah. So, And I don't want to upset anybody ever. I like want to make everybody happy, which is <laughs> never possible. It's never possible. Uh, so, but yeah, I think that was probably some of the most memorable parts so far. Yeah. I, I liked it because it felt like you were losing no matter what you did. 
like like there was always going to be a repercussion. Garrick, did you did yeah. you have like a specific moment um, throughout uh, the, I, I, the game? So to to remove spoilers, I will say that strangely enough, the uh, the graveyard mission, the fir- one of the first mm-hmm. missions, I purposely skipped until the end of the game, and. Mm. What's interesting about that is if you play the rest of the game and you meet the other groups and you you see what they do and how they treat people and the other planets and then you come back and do that mission, I thought it added even more to that than doing it right away. Doing it right away was is cool because I did it right away in the second, but there's something about understanding how all the groups work and then going back and doing those decisions and seeing like how that makes you feel. Um mm. I would also say I did so I rerouted it to Edgewater and then I killed everybody and I killed Ad- I killed like pretty much everybody in that. In <laughs> you that didn't garden. even have to, bro. And they could have just no. walked away. Oh no, I wow. know. I know. Um, but what was the best part of that game isn't one particular thing. It's that um, they do allow you to kill everybody, which I think is cool. Not because I want to. I just think that's cool that there's the freedom. And uh, it to me there was the ability to not only do the narrative choices, but because of being able to kill everybody, there's always the last choice, which is being able to kill them, the actual activity of doing something. And a lot of games won't let you do that. They have the you know character little check in their editor that says this person is a key character, you can't kill them. Mm-hmm. And they'll come back alive, you know, they'll, they'll lay down, the and you're like, the dude's yeah. not dead. Yeah. And so what it did for me was always felt like there was a fourth choice in most things, if there were three or, or two choices. And I actually, I, I, yeah, I, admittedly, I took that choice quite often just to see what would happen because I like messing around with the game and seeing how are they going to do quests if this person's not there anymore. And um, Did you see it change a lot? Because I didn't, I didn't kill that much. I did take out a couple people who had quest lines, um, and it... I would say it's handled pretty well. There's the the one thing I had a problem with in this game is that it does have the same five rednecks in a town somehow running the entire economy, which is like White Run in Skyrim, where it's mm-hmm. like five people suddenly with the same five dollars, and you're supposed to believe the entire like town runs on just that five bucks, like the same guys trading the money back and forth. <laughs> There's not enough people. So when I did that, I actually felt like it made more sense um, that there were less people in town because I did kill a, a couple people. And it actually worked for me in a weird way because that does push me out of a game. I've talked about it before. Like in any game where it's supposed to be a big world and you walk into a town and there's four people running everything and you're like, this doesn't feel right. Um, so I, I just like those choices. I thought it was done really well. And I, I didn't go homicidal on everybody. I just <laughs> I did test it, though, because they made a big point out of it. And when they make a point out of it, I want to see if they're lying. Like, are they telling the truth? Can you kill everybody? And at least so far you, you, I, that I've seen, you absolutely can. And the game takes it into account. It did take it into account with narrative. It took it into account with not only narrative in this quest line, but also other characters noticing it and saying stuff about them missing, which I thought was cool. Very Neat. well done. Neat. Mine was, and I'll, I'll keep it spoiler-free as well, um... Mine was you were on a planet. I'm just, yeah, I'm not going to name names or anything. There are multiple factions. Um, There is an issue between said factions. There are a lot of options. And there is a negotiation that you can essentially handle yourself between these multiple factions. And there are choices within who, like, things you can do for their faction quests that change who leads the faction which changes how the negotiations are handled, which then changes relationships, which also changes dialogue, which changes choices. And I was like, holy crap, man. Like, the amount of, 
Like when they presented like, okay, there's, you know, you have all these like branches and then they lead to right. this point here. I was like, how many ways could it go? Especially because this is one of the major choices in the game that really is uh, noticed in the ending. Um, and I just found it super, super impactful. Those who have played the game and get to this point will know exactly what I'm talking about, even though um, by the time this podcast goes live to, uh, well, our patrons are, are going to only have the game for about 24 hours max. But uh, when it goes live to everyone else, it'll be out for two days. So maybe some people will be just getting there. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm just saying that was a spectacular part that that I just adored. I, I thought it was crazy how many options were there, how much Obsidian really accounted for. And, and it didn't it didn't have to be like, oh, I'm going to negotiate for peace. It's like, I'm going to get everyone important together and like order 66 these guys. I'm just going to take them all out now. And uh, yeah. I thought <clears throat> that was that was really, really, really neat. So easily my favorite moment in the game. Is there anything here that uh, maybe we're not liking, though? A little a little flaw we can pick out or two or three or four or five. Sure. Why not? Who go ahead, Mallory, start? if you've got any. You go first. uh i absolutely do not agree with the attribute temperament uh affecting your regeneration of health made no sense it was in your social social section that made it very difficult to make a particular character i wanted to make which was somebody Mm -hmm. that was really dumb and also not very strong one of the problems with create with creating a character in that game is those attributes if you look closely they affect other skills and it was hard to make a really dumb character because strangely enough a charisma, one of the charisma skills affects engineering. So I made a really dumb, not very perceptible person, but their engineering was high. And it didn't make any sense to me. I wanted somebody who was like a redneck out there, like the dumb character that we've talked about in other Obsidian games. Mm-hmm. And that that kind of character stuff, it, if you look at the attributes, and I've talked about this uh, on, on Twitter even, is that it really a lot of those attributes and their skill overlaps don't make a lot of sense. And they almost feel like they tried to change the word. And that temper, temperament as a word doesn't really fit. And there, there was a couple issues there, in particular with attributes and how you, they were, how they affected skills. Do you think they made the choice for temperament to have that uh, debuff, we'll call it, because it was probably the easiest thing to do? Like, oh, they'll just cut out health regen. You know, let's say temperament would most likely impact something in conversation, do you think they had the time to, for example, if your temperament's low, you have like a new a new option just called asshole <laughs> that you can just select in certain, uh, you know, do you think that may have been just a little, a hair too much for them? It probably was. And I also believe that they probably didn't want to look like Dungeon and Dragons. They didn't want attributes that looked identical to the, all the games people are playing. They wanted different wording and that different wording just didn't really necessarily. I get what you're saying exactly work with some of the skills and it's a small nitpick but for mm-hmm. people creating characters i've now started to see more more people who are creating characters of a particular type going these it's it's actually difficult for me to make exactly what i want because the attributes overlapping on those skills don't it doesn't it's hard for me to role play a person who like let's say is really dumb isn't book smart isn't anything but suddenly for some reason because you have to spend those points that's one of the problems with the attribute system. At least I wasn't able to waste those attribute points and go to the skill section when I was creating a character. I had to spend them. And by having to spend them, there was always one skill that was higher than I wanted it to be. I, I would have liked to have had a really dumb character and just see how that worked out. And there was always something that they knew. So I don't know why they did it. It's not bad. It's just something that I noticed when I was making the character. And I was like, well, you know, 
What skills a, a were you like focusing on as you played the game? Because I was more like Leader, a, a leadership engineer. Oh, you were leadership. Interesting. Yeah, because they had the. That's one of the things Obsidian nailed is that every twenty points you get those skills. But one of the things that they did was they made sure that the the actual powerful skills were the first ones to be unlocked. So you didn't yeah. have to raise a skill up to a hundred to you know have your partner do a cool move. You were that was twenty. And to me, I noticed there was only one skill where that wasn't actually that way and they had one later it was the hack one for hacking auto turrets that was like at 80 which was pretty high um so i just i loved to do the leadership it worked well in conversations but also i just liked i liked the companions in this game so it was fun to be able to like have a high high score in them nice mallory what kind of character are you building is there is there anything that's come to mind yet that uh maybe you are not a fan of so far I mean, I think it's a little too early to say. I think I'm only two hours in, so right, I, yeah. I think I'm trying. I think I'm trying to like you know uh, let it all sink in and, and check it out a little bit. I know I know there's a lot of story within the first few hours of the game. So, um, but I am uh, building my character the way I always build characters, which uh, I, I I feel like I should be inspired to kind of try something different in the future. I really think it would be fun to make a dumbass character um, <laughs> and just and just play that. Uh, but I've been putting most of my points within dialogue, leadership, and tech. Those are the, the three that I'm pretty much dumping most of my points in. Um, I don't like to uh, fight anybody if I don't have to. Obviously, you have to, but um, I try to avoid it at all costs. So that's that's the, the has character that worked I'm out up. For the most part, not has that worked out to be able to talk yourself out of most battles? Because it seemed like you were able uh, to, at least I, when I played. Yeah, yeah, I think so far. Um, but I mean, there's still there's still combat here and there, so it doesn't get you really out of that. But um, yeah, if I can avoid it. I'm gonna try. Yeah, most times you can. Hardest. There, there's like one yeah. point pretty early on where you're supposed to get into a fight, but if your speech skills are high enough, you can just be like, yeah. "Hey, I'm just gonna go by here if you don't mind." And uh, he's like an idiot, so he just kind of buys into it. I like how the game manages to have this silliness to it without breaking the fourth wall. I really expected it to do that at some point, like to to kind of do a, a Fallout 2 and talk to the person playing the game. Um, and I was really happy they didn't because it felt like such a believable universe in this really odd way. Um, but for me, my, my gripe with the game, uh, and my, my viewers are going to be fucking sick of hearing it because I mentioned it like in my review, in a separate video, and I'm mentioning it again, but the combat AI was just it's ass i think it's it's so bad like there were so many times i was walking around the game and like i'd shoot someone in the head i'm like all right he's dead and i'd like turn a corner his friends just standing there just like arms folded i'm like how the hell do you not know i just took your friend out like i just shot a plasma rifle and turned your friend into ash and you're telling me you didn't hear that um so that's been the biggest gripe for me because um early on the combat's like a little more narrow like it's, it's in these tiny pockets and there's like four enemies you take them out really quickly uh, it's really easy, and then when you hit Monarch, things just kind of open up. Like, there's a little more verticality. There's different enemy types. Um, they send, like, double the amount of enemies you're usually facing, which fits the theme of the planet. Monarch's, like, terrible, so it, it really works um, in that way, but I just view it as, like, okay, if I go back again, is this slow pace early on with this bad combat AI going to hurt the game in the terms of, like, legacy? Uh, so it's something I'd like to see them address um, just because... The amount of like people I stealthed without using stealth weapons, <laughs> it, was, it was really bad. 
But you uh, know what's it's funny you bring that up though, Maddie. I just replayed a bit of Kotor one and two mm -hmm. for a video, mm -hmm. and they have pretty spectacularly poor uh, AI yeah. when yeah. it comes to awareness too. And I mentioned it in my review that like you're talking to a dude in uh, Outer Worlds who's standing on the head of his best friend mm -hmm. that I killed. And he's just like, so anyway, nothing happens here. And I'm like, dude, you're standing on the guy I just killed. Like, isn't that at least in some way riveting to you? It's like, uh, you know, it, so they don't notice those kind of things. But, um, I, I, yeah, I would agree with you. But I, I don't know, man. It didn't, it was noticeable. But I guess it also depends on if you stealth it or not. So I did go in most of the time with guns. So there wasn't a lot of stealth on my part, uh, unless I absolutely. I see. That's it. the thing. I didn't try so I think to I stealth. I guess it depends. Like, I wouldn't even use the sneak button. I just shoot someone from like I'd be on a roof and, <laughs> and I like, just shoot didn't him in the see head, him react. And then I drop off the roof and like turn to my right, and someone's just standing there, like not even far away. They're just standing there. I'm like, uh, shouldn't you be engaging with me? I just <laughs> shot your friend. And you know, I guess it's better than overly reactive oh, charging right. constantly far cry ai where it's like oh my god just, red dead 2 yeah you yeah, bump just, a horse into a dude and oh everybody hates you and yeah they're like hey you gotta leave that's town. terrible yeah, yeah exactly so terrible. i'm a little happy that uh it's not like that but it's to the other extreme so much that it's kind of gotten annoying for me um but like i, I mentioned in my review like the, the dialogue conversations do so much i wouldn't even say carrying because it's like it's not like the other parts of the game are bad it's just like it's noticeably weaker but um, it makes it easier to forgive for me. Um, one thing I've been sort of spinning my wheels on, and I know this may be early for you, Mallory, so you know if, if there's nothing you have to add to it, I totally understand. But like post-launch support is something I've been curious about um, because I think this game is going to do better than Obsidian really expected. They seem kind of apprehensive as someone who's just covered the game since it first got revealed, even when it was a trademark, for God's sakes. Um, as it got closer, they were like very much emphasizing, hey, this is shorter, this is not like your 60-hour open-world adventure, it's more like KOTOR 2, um, you know, they, they got in bed with Epic, the whole Microsoft deal, um, it's crazy because the game is so good um, that you saw a lot of, like, safety nets being set up underneath the game, I think it's going to do a lot better than they expected, and so I started thinking, like, will they bounce out a patch quicker than we expect, um, outside of the day one patch they did? Um, are they already looking like, hey, let's add a new planet for DLC um, and expand the game? Like, I'm really curious how they're going to approach this game's life, or are they just going to leave it and just create a series with Microsoft now? Like, that's the, the stuff I'm wondering about, because there's definitely going to be a lot of players through Game Pass, and I think sales are also going to be there. Um, I'm, just, I'm just wondering how they're going to handle that post-launch. It's something I've been rattling my brain about. Do you guys have any ideas? Um, I will just say that I watched an interview they did, and I was going to say it was Game Informer, but it wasn't. I can't remember who it was, but they asked him about that, and they did they did indicate that there those hidden spots that you find in the game already. You know, there's a couple missions that'll take you to places somebody else may not see if they don't follow those missions. Is pretty much what they're thinking for DLC. So I mm -hmm. would assume you will just get a job, you know, from like uh, they'll just do what they do, where like somebody walks up to you and they're like. Hello, I have a note for you, and you read it. Yeah. And, you know, it's like go to this place, and you go, and the person you've dealt with before is like, I have a new mission for you, and it'll it'll most likely be that yeah, way. And I would were, be fine uh, with that. It's funny like, you that, mentioned that. That there works. Were, there were two planets I missed by the end of my playthrough that I didn't see at all. Um, Which ones? I, oh no, no. Uh, yeah, I don't want to say because right. of Mallory, but in our listeners, of course. <laughs> but, but no, you're fine. <laughs> no, we probably wouldn't say it to be honest yeah. in the podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but there there were two I I, I didn't even get on. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, I like that. I like that I actually miss shit. You know? I mean, because the game's short, 
in a sense, like it's 30 hours. That's how long it took me. And I did like all the side quests I could do. I guess not all of them, but pretty much everything. I did all the companion quests. I did every task. I, I talked to everyone. I exhausted all the conversation options. So I must have missed someone somewhere. But um, it's it's like compact enough where I'm like, okay, you know what? I could see myself going back and, and hopping right right in again. Uh, especially because there's like Supernova. Then there's like the stupid playthrough. There's Evil. Um I want to get the tr- all the trophies, so, like, I just... Oh, God, I can see myself playing this game a disgusting amount, which is why I've already, like, hopped into where this game can do updates, because I noticed, like, oh, there isn't a roadmap. Like, every game does a roadmap, right? Right. At least nowadays. And I'm not saying it has to be that standard. I really would rather it not be. But I think that's, once again, kind of solidifying, like, their apprehension, because they didn't, like, post anything about, here's what we're doing after launch. Here's our plans. They were just like, let's see how it does. So. I think it would be silly if there was no DLC content or mm-hmm. uh, other follow-up games to this series. Like, it seems to be really popular, um, yeah. even from what I'm seeing. So um, I think it would just be silly. I would be shocked, actually. Yeah. So I think there will be other games. I just, the, the patches, and I'm probably overthinking it, the DLC. I'm, I'm definitely overthinking it. I tend to do that sometimes. <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, uh, I mean, technically, you could also just have... Uh, if you did a sequel, you could just have another person from the Hope as well and, you know, mm-hmm. roll them out as a new character. So there, there's a, definitely a lot that they could do, yeah. Yeah, and even have your old save game impact the game world, which would be cool. Like, who did you put in charge where? And mm-hmm. then you play that second game. Because we've seen that occasionally happen in some games where they've taken old save game data and adjusted it for your, you know... Yeah, your no, that would be game, awesome. So. Yeah, it would be. It would I feel be like we haven't cool. seen a game like that in forever, where it's just like you load up and they're like, "Do you want to like fill Import out a survey?" And, uh, yeah, a survey of like Mass previous... Effect One, Two, and Three did it. That was the yeah. last titles I remember. Yeah, I, those are like those are those games are known for that. You know, the carryover. Mm-hmm. So, man, I hope they do. So, that. That'd be cool. So you're basically telling me that you're going to replay the game like five to ten times, at least. I could. I. I mean, like part of it's. I'm very excited about the game, right? So. But I could see myself just over time, right? Like, I've played New Vegas and Fallout 3 uh, and sure. even Fallout 4 a ton of times, partially because, like, I'm, I have, like, content investment. Of but, course. like, you know, New Vegas was, like, a stream game for me that I just had, like, a new playthrough every time. And then Fallout 3, I beat so many times, I was like, all right, I'm not going to do, um, like, a, a story-focused playthrough. I'm going to challenge myself. So I remember with Fallout 3, I did... 100% unarmed on the hardest difficulty. No odds. And it was awful. But I did it. Um, and so, like, I could just see, like, New Vegas... With, or not New Vegas. That's a good that's a good mistake to make. But uh, with uh, the Outer Worlds, like, with the skill tiers, like, Carrick mentioned, like, hacking. Imagine if you could just try to beat the game through only hacking these robots right. and, like, using them. I thought that would be interesting. So you could do little challenge runs with it. I, I think the game is going to build off of that type of stuff, too. At least in our little sphere here um so i could i could definitely see myself playing the game a lot but i know i have a, a particular vested interest in it compared to other people but i know how you play and i think i could see you just kind of like going how you did with new vegas it just has that vibe to it where you, as you play it you go i need to know what happens on the other end here if you have the heart to you know to, to do that yeah. you know to be an evil person maybe <laughs> um what about you jeremy yeah hey, will i replay it yeah, I mean, you finished the game, right? Yeah, I prob I, I replayed it for the um, to check the difficulties. Supernova's a bitch, by the way. I, I'm not. I a, didn't expect I'm, it to be I, fun. I, 
Well, yeah, well, I I sort of want them to be fun, even if they're on the hardest difficulty. Like I don't, it, I'm not even saying it wasn't fun. It was just it was very hard. The fun is it, in the. I, I was having some yeah, it, and the the fast travel and stuff being restricted. It was like oh, I just want to go. I just want to go home. So um, I probably won't play it, replay it for a while, just because I review all the time. But it, it's certainly something I could see replaying easier than almost all other games. I think Disco Elysium is probably the only other game I would want to replay more wow. quickly. Um, wow. Outer Worlds uh, doesn't have as much narrative as Disco, which is why, what I like. Mm. So, and I, you know, Nishi and all that stuff that's in Disco is really interesting to me. But I, I, I think when it comes down to it, Outer Worlds, the best part is it's not long. So at 25 or 35 hours... If you want to replay it, it is not the investment that, for example, Disco would be. Or it's not the mm. investment that even maybe some of the Fallout games would be, or even Skyrim. Yeah, so Fallout's way longer. Yeah, so to me, that actually makes it higher just by the sheer fact that I could jump in and, and try some stuff out without feeling that grind of, like, I, you know, I need to rush through it, or I, I, or I can't jump into it because I don't have enough time. Mm. I do like, I, I think the, the length is awesome. Like, and I, I know people are going to, some people are going to say it's short, whatever. Uh, I don't think it is. I think it's, I think it's, I think it is a great example of how you can put together something and not overstay your welcome, which is what a lot of RPGs do. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfectly put, man. That is perfectly put. There a lot of RPGs just hang around for far too long and it's like, all right, I've enjoyed this, but like your time is up <clears throat> and yeah. they don't move on. <clears throat> any, uh, any final thoughts? Before we move on to another topic, I'm just excited to play many, 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 many hours of it and Good. probably replay it. So I'm feeling it. So I'm, I'm excited. Awesome, Carrot. I just, I'm really happy they chose the color palette they did. I, I it, it, it feels completely different than like if it was, you know, was a Fallout or whatever. You know, the browns and greens of Fallout. You're you... just like, oh. How would so you define it was, it was the, so nice. uh, the art style for this game? Because that's what I had trouble with. Because it's like, I just said Bob Ross on a big DMT trip. Wow! Is that especially <laughs> when you go, wow. especially when you go later and you start seeing some. It's you're just like, damn, this is colorful. I just mm -hmm. like that. And No Man's Sky is another one I compared it to. There's yeah, there are. Sean is probably looking at that game, going, damn it. Because yeah. there is a lot of, of, of properly done No Man's Sky color work, and even the flora and but fauna. I'm so happy has a lot of look. Despite all the color that they didn't like, slam in like God rays and bloom. They're just like yeah, no, they didn't colorful. at all. I was just like, yeah, they God. didn't at all. They did some smoke on some weapons and stuff, and you know some cool particle effects. They certainly like their fire and particle effects, but overall, it was yeah. not overdone. It just I really liked the art style. And yeah, I wouldn't know how to describe it either. It's just cartoony, you know. It's or that's what I said. I, I, I think I, I said like, it's like Fallout at a hundred percent saturation. I said like when really I first looked at it, I'm like Bioshock, and then like you get close up to the characters, and I'm like, wait, you look real, and then like yeah. you pull out, and I'm like, and then I'm walking exactly. in the open world, and it feels like it's more pastel, and I'm like, what? I don't know what the fuck well, I'm looking at, but I like it. <laughs> rem remember the first time you saw Dishonored, and they did the same thing, and you know I'm not a huge fan of Dishonored, but they slightly altered their their style of their faces. That's the way I. Feel. Not that Outer Worlds looks like it, but they did the same thing. They tweaked mm -hmm. everything a little bit. And kudos to them because most of the characters look good. I was actually mm -hmm. really surprised. Most of the characters in Outer Worlds looked good. There was a couple that didn't, but 
that it was it, that's what i was actually worried about is we were going to go in it was going to be oblivion pasty face you know vampires yeah, they were a lot they more were. animated than i thought oh yeah you know Very it wasn't so. like oh my god this is incredible but it was way better especially for a game with so much dialogue i was like oh they're definitely gonna, like shortchange the animations i'm like i'm just expecting yeah. that and i'm just happy because a, a lot of people were like oh man they're charging 60 dollars yet kind of marketing this as more of a double a game but it, it's got a lot of qualities that many 60 dollar games uh do not have yeah yeah, definitely. So, good on them. Good on them. All right. Our next topic is on the other end of the spectrum. I hate to report. Uh, we're going to be talking about Fallout first. So um, I'm sure everyone who's listening has already heard about this. So I'm going to try to keep it short in the terms of a description. Bethesda announced a Fallout 76 subscription service called Fallout First. It comes with Private World Scrapbox, Survival Tent, Emotes, and you get 1650 atoms a month. It's priced at 13 bucks a month or $100 a year. Uh, two of those things I mentioned, the scrap box and the survival tent, are gameplay mechanics. Uh, important gameplay mechanics at that. Especially the scrap box, which has unlimited storage for your junk, uh, which has been a long-term complaint for this game since it actually first came out. Uh, when it first released, we had 400 uh, pounds of like scrap storage or whatever, and um, Bethesda said that they could only increase it in small increments over time because they had to account for everybody's like inventory and, and whatnot. And uh, I guess they found a way to make it unlimited for the scrap and the junk that you can store. And well, um, only if you pay, you can access that. Um, and now reports are coming in that people are permanently losing the junk put into the scrap box. Oh no. <laughs> and, uh, and Bethesda, responded at first saying it's just a ui bug then someone posted a very detailed reddit post of like them testing what's happening which makes their game crash with the scrap box and then bethesda posted another update saying it turns out some people are actually losing all their stuff and so that's currently where it's at now um you you forgot you forgot an important item in the uh membership benefits package uh the ranger armor outfit oh yes Thank Can't you. forget that. Thank you. Yes. Oh man, that was the thing that fired me up the most. All right, <laughs> I've I've talked about this a shit ton on my channel, so you two can just take it away. Whoever wants to go first, I I've yelled about it. I've I've been calm about it. I just you know I've said my piece. So this is all you go guys. for it. It's Mallard can go first. I'm definitely a subscriber for sure. Uh, I subscribed immediately, and I've never been happier. So this is great. No, I'm kidding. Okay. I'm totally kidding. No. Uh, I'm not surprised anymore, to be completely honest with you. I think after Bethesda launched Fallout 76 and the PR nightmare they had with that, um, this is just, like, them trying to, to get some more money. And uh, I don't think, you know, like, I think if they really listen to the community and the player base, uh, you know, things like this wouldn't happen. But... You know, I get it. I get they have to make money. You know, every business does. But uh, I'm. This just makes me even more upset towards Bethesda, and I I lose a lot of hope with them quite a bit. So I don't know. But maybe I'm being dramatic. You know, yeah. I, I state my opinions on Twitter, and people are kind of like, you know, I have, I have a lot of folks that follow me that are big fans of of the Fallout franchise. So I think, you know, people get oh, hurt. But same. I think I feel like the majority <laughs> of the community is just like. What the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Carrick, any uh, any thoughts before we, I guess we cut deeper here? I, I don't like Bethesda, man. 
I just, I don't, I sense horse armor on the 360. They're full of shit. Mallory, when and you were they, last on the show, I'm sorry, but when you were last on the show, we were hyped about Bethesda. How scary is that? Uh, and now look where, look I, where we are. <laughs> we were like so innocent, Maddie. We were so innocent. I know, I know. That was, um, you know what? I think it was right before Fallout 4 came out. It was either like mm-hmm. right after or right before. Um, it was within and that I period felt so of time. Different. I felt so differently about them. Um, and then after Fallout 4 came out, like maybe a year or so after, I was just like, wow, I was really disappointed in Fallout 4. Like it was one of those, uh, you know, I think I was in denial for a little bit and then I came to accept same, it. And then same. Fallout 76 came out and then I was like, what the fuck is this? And it just keeps like spiraling mm-hmm. out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. For, I don't know how they'll be able to redeem it for a fan like me. I feel like I'm a core fan, but um, I, I don't know. Maybe not. You know, I understand that they've got to change things up. I get it, but it just, this ain't for me. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> ain't not for, for anybody. Me, so. <laughs> Eric, sorry, I cut you off, man. I just, it, the thought hit me. Um, what were you, uh, what were you saying? You didn't like Bethesda? I just, since horse armor, they've always seemed to me like they were leading the charge on screwing people over. And it's been workshop issues and it's been the paid mods issues and it's, I, I like their developers. There's a lot of good, there's a lot of great games there, but um, I just overall I'm just done with them. Like mm-hmm. I don't even they anything they do now doesn't really register with me as anything other than expected. And there isn't a big surprise if they do a good game. That's great, but I don't get too invested anymore. I just I don't think Same. that how they're being run is really conducive to the current consumer market, which has a tendency to alert everybody of issues as quickly as possible and yes overreact but at the same time stuff like this where it's not overreacting it's like you have a legitimate like a legitimate issue and when you look at the pricing for this sub and how poor it is and what you get and the issues to me it really does feel like they are at a point to where they would like to cut and run and that there's not a lot they can do so they delay wastelanders and they do this which feels so piecemeal if you look at what they've offered and you look at what you get and now they're saying that those servers might not even be real private servers they might be like because people are saying that they're that when you go yeah, into them there's npcs uh, that are already dead and all which might be a copied old server you know it's not a full new fresh server there's so many issues here that oh. show a, a really short changed um product for consumers and I've always felt that way towards Bethesda. You've seen me in your Discord. You know, I know that yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I I get a little bit annoyed when I see the people just continually suck, suckling from the hind tit of gaming and allowing <laughs> it. Shit. And it's like at some time you really do have to put your foot down and be like, dude, come on, we're done. Uh, they need a, re- a restructure of some kind. And, yeah. Because I know the developers. I can tell you right now. There's probably not a single developer there who's like, this is a fucking great idea. This is awesome. That's why I mentioned, I mentioned it in my video yesterday. I was just like, I feel bad for anyone who works there now because like, even the community managers are probably rough. like, fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, we're just yeah. working here, yeah. man. And oh, I yeah, worked tough. at a place that had a major PR snafu or 50. And I can tell you there's a bitter taste that comes in your mouth when you wake up and read news like that. It's horrendous. Oh, yeah. And having worked at a business and seen the look on somebody's face when something like that happens and you both look at each other and you're like, oh, are you kidding me? And, and what sucks is it also affects everybody else, not just Fallout 76 devs. It all, you know, 
everybody else has to deal with it because they're under that umbrella of a company. Mm -hmm. Microsoft's had to deal with it. Sony's had to deal with it. Nintendo, it's, you know, anybody working at those has to deal with it in some way. And that sucks. But doesn't surprise me. Want to hear something funny? Uh, yes. Is there something funny about this? This is hilarious, actually. I'm no, sorry. You're right. Um, <clears throat> so within within 24 hours of this announcement, they announced the next day that they acquired Alpha Dog Studios. Do you know what they yeah, do? Yeah, I saw that. At Alpha Dog? Oh, I didn't see that. Monetization uh, Android and iOS games. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. They announced a new mobile studio acquisition. I was like, holy fuck. They remind me so much of Konami, and I'm like, that's so bad. <laughs> that's so bad. You know, I could, I can't, I can see it now. A Fallout Pachinko Machine's going to fucking pop up in, in Japan. It's going to be, ugh. I can, well, I can spin yeah, it around. It would, it would be so popular there, though. It really would. Uh, yeah, they'll make it, it money, be, but it'll kill me. If you me. spin it around, then what, what do we decide? What's the way to fix it? So instead of going, like, we all know there's an issue, like, what are our opinions of, how do you fix it? Like, how do you fix Fallout 76 I right think, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on internally over there. I'm guessing, like, leadership probably makes a lot of decisions and that folks that are, you know, below that probably have a better idea of how the community feels and what they want. And they probably fight hard for those things. I, I guarantee it. I, I do know what that's like. Um, but who knows? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I mean, I think there's just got to be a shakeup that happens internally and they got to figure out, you know, how do we make our fans happy again? And what does that mean? Yeah, um, I, I think you hit you know? the nail on the head because like I can't specify, but I've heard like of the internal back and forths for that game, Fallout 76. And yeah, it, it's definitely one of those situations where like one set of people wants one thing, another set wants another. And I don't think these two extremes can just set on a a common ground and in terms of like fixing it I, I don't think i think they just had their orders mixed up right like you don't want to delay the thing that can really help 76 and bring exactly. it to an area where um where it helps it out it's good like i saw it and i was like good all right you guys clearly got the picture when the game launched you know especially when they've, they've rushed out so many patches i'm like they get it like they gotta mm-hmm. they gotta put something good out for this because it's it's kind of like the last draw and i'm like okay it's still free Okay, they're changing the, the the atomic shop a little bit where they're going to add more utility items. Yeah. I'm like, all right, you know, they're clearly tie up for money. But if you're going to do a sub thing, do it after people are talking positively about your game. Like, that's just, I feel like that's like a business one-on-one. Like, just so that it's a little more of a defense. Like, oh, we kind of fixed it. We got things rolling. And now you can pay more for something you like. Where Fallout 76 is still in kind of a, a rough a rough place. I mean, I played it for a video about a week and a half ago and I, I went to just get my own gameplay and I was still like skipping around on the server. And I'm like, dude, this game's over a year old and I'm still hopping around here, dropping frames. And I mean, granted, I'm playing on a base PS4. I can hear about that all day, but the fact that it can't run it at least a stable 30 FPS, I just, you know, those issues become so, um, exaggerated, not exaggerated, but, um, extreme rather, when <clears throat> when so much other shit is happening. It's like, normally I can just look past that. I'm not big on tech. I don't care. But when your game's still dropping frames this long after the fact and you've rushed so much shit out the door and then you do this, it's like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hyper-focus on something like that. But ultimately, I think they just, they, they didn't put everything out in the right order. If you're going to do this, wait till after Wastelanders. You know, this game's not making a lot of money as it is. Giving it a PR nightmare is not going to help it. You know, it's not like the whole all bad press or all press is good press 
mentality. Like I don't right. think I don't think it works in games like that. At least in my opinion, I've just I've just said for a while now. I'd love to see like the data for Fallout seventy six because. This is a game that, like, you know, Bethesda's like, we're reading our feedback. We're seeing data. I'm like, who, like, out of, like, a couple of thousand people, who the fuck is still playing this? You know, like, I really, I, I don't, I'm sure there's a, a, a substantial more interest there than I'm actually uh, hitting on, but I don't know. It, it's, there, it reminds it's me of uh, you, you and I've talked about YouTube. YouTube will say, we talked to YouTubers who said that seeing your real-time subscription counts is so stressful that mm-hmm. they just want to end their lives. They can't They can't deal with the stress, so you need to stop with giving people information. And that's sort of what Bethesda does, is they say, we talk to somebody. We talk to somebody. They tell you, that they speak on your they, behalf. Yeah, they speak on your behalf. And they speak on, and let's be honest, you can have, an, and I've seen this happen at a company, where you will have an ex, or a current employee who used to do job A, mm-hmm. and you ask them, and then you say, we talked to the, a person who does this. You're lying but you're actually still telling the truth. And so who right. knows if they have a YouTuber working with, or not a YouTuber, but somebody who played Fallout 76 working with them. It's like, yeah, that's a good idea. But also what they haven't done is they haven't done anything to restore confidence. So most big businesses, when they have a snafu like this, you'll see a CEO get fired. Or you'll see, and that, I'm not saying right. that's right. In fact, I've, you've heard me fight against it all the time. I don't think you fire the people with experience to restore confidence. It's a 1980s business decision. That's that's not what we do, and it's not what we should be doing. But they mm-hmm. haven't done any big uh, restoration of confidence, which is surprising to me. For example, a huge document that's like from Todd or something that's like, listen, we're going to stop everything. And there's only two games that really are in Fallout 76's boat, and that's Fallout 76 and Anthem. Both of these games have sort of, they're just doing little bits. It's little mm-hmm. bits, and what happens is there's no restoring of confidence, and then what what ends up being impacted. I don't care about Fallout 76. I don't care if it's impacted. What I'm worried about is their next game. Right. And it, until they restore confidence, their next game is immediately in question, and not in question in a small amount or an outrage amount like you and I've talked about, like a you know clickbait video. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like truly deep down people saying like they are now in question. And it's it's good to be questioning, for sure, but the company could certainly meet you halfway and give you some data about the true things they're doing. And this, I talked to Joe, who says Sally's happy. You're just like, that. that's not the same thing. They need some actual plans in place. And this is not one of them. I mean, this is, like, this is piecemeal. We could figure this out on a weekend. What they offered is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, even those atoms, the amount of atoms they offer... You're just like, that's strangely the amount of atoms that you would need to almost buy cool stuff, which is a yeah, very typical someone, microtransaction uh, thing. Someone went inside the atomic shop yeah, and they showed some of like the skins you could get and they were all like 1800. Like you're still just short with the money. Yeah, you're just short. You. Oh yeah, it's the very typical changing of currency because they think that people are stupid and they're not. It's incredible. Well, some aren't. It's actually yeah. incredible. <laughs> like I find, I find it fascinating personally because <clears throat> it's like how either how much are you? It's like two things: are you doubling, tripling, quadrupling down on your stance, or, or is your head just that far in the sand that you don't know what's yeah. going on? Like which one is it? Maybe there's more to it, but I, I just my thought is how many people does this, does this decision go through before they're like, hold on, stop, this isn't a good idea, like. 
you know, obviously I'm sure this is an overhead decision that was put on the developers that they're like, Hey, we're, we're turning this into a service. We need to start making money. This game's not making money. That scared the shit out of me. (laughs) The problem Uh, is Maddie is most services require people to be using them. Yeah. I do not know where fallout 76's user base is. And if that, if they could even be, you know, considered a service Mm -hmm. due to the low amount of like users who are even continually using it. Like it's, and they're hurting the people who are, Wanting right. to continue to use it. What if this is my uh, my big idea? What if they did a Final Fantasy fourteen relaunch kind of thing? You know where they did I think Realm Reborn, mm-hmm. and then and then like it came out and it was it was actually what people wanted. What if they took seventy six down and they're like, okay, it's offline. We fucked up. It's over. Goodbye. And they relaunched it. And was like, here's Fallout 76, we'll, we'll call it a Realm Reborn, just for uh, time's sake. And it, it was with Wastelanders, it was patched, it was functioning, it had more on top of that. Like, would, would that, do you think that would, I think that kind of resurgence would get people back into it. Because it's almost like, this is our second attempt. Which, I don't yeah, think it should ever get that far, but still. And if you're being honest, right? If you're being honest and then you make those changes, and you listen to the community... Um, I think people will see that. Mm-hmm. I think that I think their fans will see that. ESO um, Online's a good example of a game that had issues. Tamriel now Unlimited. with Tamarel Unlimited, um, a lot of MMOs start out and have issues, and we see them be fixed later. I remember that Rainbow Six Siege was not. Con- I I liked it, admittedly, but a lot of people didn't like it day one. Ubisoft has done a great job fixing some of their titles. They shouldn't have to. We should have them day one be awesome, but that's beside the point. It, it just it indicates there is a pattern that can be followed to fix something post-launch. I think I think a reboot would be fine. I just I'm not 100% sure they've shown that it wouldn't include Atom stores and all this other stuff. Because if the game still was great and still fun, I think we're now at a point to where consumers are starting to like put their foot down about like microtransactions and stuff. I don't think a lot of games are going to continue to get away with it. I guess is what I'm saying. It seems like yeah. competition also. 9,000 games last year on Steam released it is ridiculous the competition i even mentioned disco mm-hmm. versus outer worlds they're not even the same type of game one's 2d isometric one's or 2.5 and one's you know a full 3d game there's so much competition now that people move quick they're just like done yeah if, they, if this isn't working and that works and that goes for all parts of the industry man like how quick do some Very people move so. on from like youtubers and shit like Yep. Oh yeah. Just like that, man. Yeah. Like it, it just happens. So that's why you just gotta always be on your toes. And it's like, that's that's kind of where it all boils down to. It's like, what I said originally. How deep is your head in the sand where you guys don't see the cracked eggshells you're walking on? You know, there it's clear. Like, there's still like my other perspective. Rather, I'll, I'll, I'll shift uh, positions here. Is <clears throat> if you're gonna do this, and you're gonna, I guess, just put your hand in the pocket of like the, the remaining people who are staying loyal, who actually like the game, who want to keep playing it. If you're going to stick your hand in their pockets too, man, and just shake them like money trees, at least make sure it works. You know, that's the other yeah. thing, like a scrap box. Come on. Like I know, like, but like the, the, that I expected some issues with the private service, but when they're just like, yeah, this is something we're still testing. I'm like, if you're still fucking testing it, why did this service? Why launch? is it out? Like, exactly. Just that's it. You know, at least let the conversation be about, Hey, let's talk prices, not let's talk prices and how shit in here is broken. 
that's what bugs me more than anything because because at least then they can get a picture but now they're trying to it, it just seems like a dysfunctional communication system because they're trying to to relay between broken shit and pricing and it's like what's yeah, the priority yeah. of the overheads at that point when they see both pieces of data they're like all right uh we're not going to fix it we're going to try to look at the prices though because we want people to buy it it's probably what's going to happen I imagine Bethesda what, what will we gonna submit. Mallory was going to say oh, something, sorry. I think. Sorry. What were you going to say, Mallory? No, I was going to say I imagine it's just they have some specific sort of timeline, and regardless of whether or not yeah. it's finished, they can say it's an experiment, they could say whatever it may be, and they'll just True. push it anyways because they have to. Um, Good point. I'm not saying that's right. It's not right. Um, but that could yeah. be it, too. No, you make a really good point there. I didn't even think about the timelines. Yeah, you guys have way more experience working within companies than I, so you know, you, you guys could probably speak more to that um that side of things because, you know, that that's something that kind of just goes right over my head, but that's definitely true. Um so I guess with all of that, I mean, is there anything we'd like to add into the Fallout first discussion or are we are we ready to move on? Mallory, do you still play it? Oh no, no, no. 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 Uh Maddie, do you you said you went in for... A, I literally uh, have only gone in for gameplay since for videos, the Battle Royale. Right? Battle Royale was fun. Battle Royale I played... But that, oh, go ahead. that doesn't count, though. Like, there's a difference between, like, I want to play this game personally, and then, like, I have to make content sort of thing, right? Like, yes, yes. Yeah. Sorry, would that's you actually have played what I was going to... That's exactly what I was going to ask. No, no. Absolutely yeah. not. All right. That's exactly what I was going to ask. Like, yeah. if, 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 once again, if I didn't have, like, a vested content interest, even in the beginning, like, I would not have trusted... Bethesda. The beta didn't seem that bad. When I played at the event, I'll admit, didn't even seem that bad. Like, I was, I, I told people in my initial previews, I was like, this can be really good or this can be bad. Like, it, it can go either way. And I was, I was left just kind of milk toast on it. And obviously, we know where it headed. But, um, if I were just like a standard consumer, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch this game. Um, but you can tell there's like an interest. Like, people want it to be good because it, it, not now, probably, but, before this whole PR disaster, anytime I talked about 76, people were like, is it playable now? Like, can I go in and play? Should I pick it up for this price? Because it's always on, like, this severe discount, right? And so they're like, should I go in, Maddie? I'm just like, no. No, you shouldn't. Yeah. And, and people are, like, looking for that opportunity to go back in. And I don't think it stems from, like, I love Bethesda. Like, people just like Fallout a lot. And they just want, like, yeah, a right. good Fallout game from Bethesda. Um, because everyone remembers, even if Fallout 4 was a disappointment, those times fondly pre-Fallout 4 and then, like, Fallout 3, New Vegas, like, well, New Vegas isn't from Bethesda, so to speak, but, um, there's just fond memories built up over so many years, even dating back to the originals. I think people just want 76 to be that exciting new iteration, um, where Bethesda got something, tried something new and got it right. You know, like, we, remember, Carrick, when, uh, we were talking about Horizon Zero Dawn, I was, like, a big doubter. I was like, no. Yeah. I was like, they're not yeah. going to go from first person shooting and kill zone to like a good third person open world game. And they did it. And I was like, yeah. man, imagine if Bethesda just transitioned from like single player to online and they nailed it. Like, that's what people want. So, mm-hmm. um, I understand. And everybody desire. wants Skyrim online or Skyrim co op. Everybody wanted Fallout co op. Like, that's, I mean, even in our, you know, when we do a video and we talk about it, especially you and I, when we get like in our dream state and we start talking about what we'd do if we had mm-hmm. all the money. Yeah. Um, it. I still believe firmly that it would have been much better had they done a Fallout Five that was co-op, or or something like that. It just seems like yeah. that would have been a much better fit. Their online structure for them in particular just doesn't seem robust. It just feels at all. It doesn't seem like it's working. 
this is going to sound extreme. I'm sure people will agree, but I still feel it sounds extreme. It just felt like it was built around monetization, like to, to no, create does. like a, it's like, oh, well we could do co-op or we could do this huge shared world and then add this, um, atomic without shop NPCs. In. Yeah. Without NPCs. So the only thing you're seeing are other players put this atomic shop in so that people are spending money on all these cool skins that you can get exclusively there. Kind of drive them that way. I don't know. It just felt like it was built around a lot of that. The challenge system wasn't rewarding. It was like a, a fucking mobile game, like front loaded, and then afterwards, um, no, no atoms whatsoever. So yeah, that's just personally where I stand on it. Um, like I said, um, anyone else want to add anything in, or do we do we transition? I'm good. Yeah, I'm. There's not much. To... Yeah. <laughs> I will say this, though. People are really looking for a Fallout because even in my review, like the number one comments are people saying, well, there's no Fallout, so I'll do Outer Worlds. Not that they're dissing on Outer Worlds, but that even when they think of Outer Worlds, they're wishing for a Fallout. It's, it, I mean, there's a reason why you everybody see my freaked review out. subtitle? Yeah, and there's a reason why people freaked out when it went from 2.5 to first per- or third person and first person. I, w- I had to live through that shit where people were like, how dare they? That was but- my introduction. I have no yeah, idea what but- you're talking about. <laughs> but people were so excited about the idea of another Fallout that a lot of people mm-hmm. gave it a chance. And um, I-, I think there's fans out there still, but man, it's going to be tough. Yeah. I just want to say it's going to be tough. Like that's yeah. gonna- I would not want to be the person in charge of rolling out their next game. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's probably terrifying hitting the stage. All right. Now we talk about delays. There's been a number of delays. Uh, We're going to separate. This is going to be one section, but it's going to be separated into uh, two stories I'll read. So we're going to start off with The Last of Us Part 2. It came from a report from Kotaku initially that it would be delayed until spring, and then Naughty Dog confirmed the news in a blog post that The Last of Us Part 2 would be out on May 29th, 2020. There was a whole write-up on the blog post from Neil Druckmann. Um, so it's out of the, so far, what we can see, the very busy time of the year, which was that, like, March-April section. Um, I, I normally don't care about delays, but this one particularly just annoyed me. Like, I understand the whole ethics behind delays, but they just announced the release date, like, three weeks ago. So I'm not going to oh. lie. I, I just, I thought it was, I thought it was really stupid. Like, they, they just forced an announcement for no reason i just thought it was very very stupid um and then on top of that watchdogs legion gods and monsters as well as rainbow six quarantine all of these games got delayed um there's a write-up that pretty much the last two AAA launches from ubisoft being the division two and uh yeah. ghost recon breakpoint were flops now ghost recon breakpoint um that's the correct name right by the way it's called Breakpoint. Yeah, Breakpoint. Mm-hmm. Okay, just making sure. Because I get, what is it, Wildlands was the other one? Wildlands was okay. the other one, yeah. Okay, thank you. Um, Breakpoint doesn't surprise anyone. That game was like a tremendous flop. Like, it was it was heavy. Like, you want to talk heavy monetization, I think Ubisoft gave people uh, a run for their money. <laughs> um, but I was shocked that The Division 2 didn't do that well for them. I thought that game, that game sold really well, according to early sales data. And I thought there was a pretty uh, ingrained player base there, but I guess maybe people didn't stick around or didn't buy as much as Ubisoft had in, uh, invested in. A lot of people were speaking to how the game was that uh, games as a service done right. You know, the, the missions were exciting. There was a complete story. It wasn't buggy. The servers worked on launch, like stuff that should be common nowadays that Ubisoft really executed. Um, but anyway, all these games got delayed until 
fiscal year 2020-2021 in the Q2-Q3 window, which would be July 2020 to December 2020. So that that fall holiday area is going to be super freaking busy, uh, as I think most of us expected with the new consoles coming around. Um, two other AAA games and various other smaller titles, including Roller Champions, will also launch next year for Ubisoft. So I'm imagining one of those is Assassin's Creed Ragnarok, the leaked Assassin's Creed game that's apparently about Vikings or something like that. Um, and then the CEO at Ubisoft, Yves uh, Grillimont, said, mm-hmm. we want our teams to have more development time to ensure that their respective innovations are perfectly implemented so as to deliver optimal experiences for players. That's a really crafty way of just saying we're giving our game more time to make it better. <clears throat> this decision will have a very significant impact on our financial results for this fiscal year and goes against our recent successes in the building a more stable development model. However, it is in line with our strategy to maximize the future value of our brands for the long-term benefit of our employees, players, and shareholders. We expect to have a positive impact on our financial performance as from 2020 to 2021, um, which once again is a bit of a crafty way of saying uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint was so bad, we are going to just focus on quality for all these games. And I tip my cap to Ubisoft for taking action there. Um, certainly, they they have a lot of valuable IP, and they could have just sat on it, especially ones that are interesting between Rainbow's uh, Six Quarantine as well as Watch Dogs Legion. I'm just surprised all three of these games got delayed. Like, they really just said, nope, push them back. And I thought that yeah. was uh, a little surprising. So what, what do you guys take away from this? Guys and gals, I apologize, Mallory. You can go, Mallory, if you want to go first. You're fine. I don't know. I mean, like, delaying that many games at once makes me think that they're pausing and maybe reevaluating some things internally. Who knows what the what any of that could be about, but that seems like quite a few titles to be paused all at the same time. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know how far off my guess would be. So what sure. do you guys think? Um, of all the companies that... I. I think overall, when they have a game not do well, that learns from it, it has been usually Ubisoft. So I'm not a big fan of a lot of these, yeah, big companies, but they really do. We talked about this in the podcast. We're trying to break down big companies that have had issues and who's who does what. The thing about their CEO is like that's the guy who fought Vivendi because he didn't want you know Ubisoft to be purchased by them because he felt that they were going to just turn him into a disaster you know where they how they were going to release games it feels to me like he personally is just is pretty passionate about games and is like let's make sure we don't screw this up again remember that they yeah. had probably one of the number one actors on all of TV in their last major game and made it one of the most boring games humanly possible you would have to actually get a PhD in making boring games to make a more boring game than Breakpoint. <laughs> it was stunning. And, whoa. It was... It, it scared it, me I last love that time, we all have dogs. I right? love that we all have dogs, though. They just join in. I get, a, um, I get a kick out of the fact that when I was talking and her dogs started barking, I jumped. And then while I, like, I didn't move at all that time, and you jumped. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I would say, when it comes down to it, Ubisoft, I, 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 I'm not saying I trust them, but I feel that they are the ones that look. They did it with Unity, too. They had a disaster in Unity's launch. They did repair it and fix it, and then they had Syndicate, which I know a lot of people, you know, depending on you love it or or like it, but they also then were able to recreate Assassin's Creed. Regardless if you love the new Assassin's Creed games, many people consider them insanely fun and well done. And they, they were able to transition that way as well. And it just feels to me like Ubisoft knows 
overall what they're doing more than most big companies. Also, he seems to be able to take control of Ubisoft in a way that most CEOs can't of a major multinational company where he's just like, stop. Because it would have taken every one of those heads to get together with him to decide to stop their games and delay them, all three of them. And that's pretty stunning. Also, Watch Dogs 2 did not really blow it out of the park either. I thought that in the middle of me saying that they had some valuable IP. I was like, wait. (laughs) Yeah, and Division 2 also shows that you can do a well-done game and not do well. Because despite some people not like Division 2, that game was actually fundamentally sound. Had a good, it reviewed quite well, and it still didn't make it. So if I were Ubisoft, not only would I be thinking about the gamer, but also your bottom line and go, okay, this game we did do well, which Breakpoint we didn't. Why did Division 2 not do well? What can we fix on that? And I think I Ubisoft usually be, aims for consumers overall. I, ignoring the microtransaction, that's a business thing that's separate. I'm saying to get something people want to play. Ubisoft does care if you want to play it. That is something I cannot say about some other company, where it does not feel that they are waking up going, man, I hope these people want to play my game. Instead, they're like, I hope these people want to buy something in my game. Mm-hmm. And I'm, again, I'm not ignoring Ubisoft's microtransactions. Right. I've hit on them too. I just feel like the steady increase in, in, in um, value of the Assassin's Creed IP kind of speaks to what you're saying. You know, I think it every does. Year it it's insane. got better. And, and yeah. they're even taking years off with it. Mm-hmm. They listen. Yeah, they listen. Oh, that's they're, another they're, good they're point, Maddie. The taking years off with Assassin's Creed is mind blowing when you have Madden 2020 and they forgot <laughs> to take the banners out from Madden 2019. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Were, oh my god! Yeah, like, funny. like some of these companies are like yearly when they could yeah. upload a roster. Oh, Let's be fucking honest. Man, it would take so a, a person with an Excel spreadsheet to upload a new roster. They don't need a new game. And Ubisoft is like, oh, no, our major game we're delaying. Do you know and that... Uh, by a year. It's funny you mentioned that, that NBA 2K20 was the, f- like, best-selling or... Best-selling or fastest In one selling. month. In yep. one month. It was number one and the best-selling game of the year in one single month. I'm like... Wow. Oh, I'm fucking believe I didn't know that. Yeah. That's because pot was legalized, and I think everybody's just high as fuck. I'm just joking. <laughs> I have no clue... I, I puff puff pass people you got to move you got to you got to pass the bong i have no clue why people bought that but you have a friend maddie we talked about who yes uh, who I, bought I the mic. you know yeah. we oh, have friends man. like that who are like i don't care if there's microtransactions i'm playing basketball and i want to be kevin durant why <laughs> i don't know i don't know and i'm why? not gonna I like pretend i understand I'm just like these games fucking yeah. suck man i like football you don't see me you know lining up or wwe i love wrestling goofy oh, wrestling that's games a whole nother, and that's, that's a, a whole uh, that's a disaster did you see 2K20? that sony's offering refunds as of this morning sony's offering <gasps> refunds for wwe to people select people but you can contact them and get a refund some people i uh that's sony by the way I Not watched a 2K. video by a YouTuber. I, I sometimes watch uh, RGT85, and he's like a big WWE fan. Um, I shouldn't say WWE, sorry. Uh, he watches like AEW, NXT. Yeah, uh, right. You know, the good wrestling. And uh, he and so I was like, I wonder what he thinks about like WWE. And I was like watching his video, and he was just <laughs> flipping the fuck out. Like I was looking at some of the uh, character models and... Uh, that that's where like I, right away you just looked at it and were like oh boy this is not it's good. a disaster man it, it's, it's a disaster it's a it's amazing that they said we're gonna fucking sell this thing like yep. it's it's actually Fallout seventy six levels of fascinating because it doesn't work it is it, it's not like ugly it's like PS two ugly 
When yeah. you look at, I think someone oh my posted God. a. Someone, I need to look at this. Yeah, oh, you should look at the bug and glitch videos. A they comparison are of uh, mind blowing. I think it was WWE 15 to yeah, this year. It looks worse than a game five years ago from the in, in the same series. It's yeah. in it's pure like, insane. Actual incredible. I said actual incredible. Actually incredible. <laughs> I think it's actually kind of funny. Um, but did you see the, the one where way. the ref melts into the two women wrestlers? Yeah, yeah. They're they're, and they're he's wrestling, like shaking. and he's shaking, and then he just <laughs> melts into him, and you're like, it looks like the thing. It looks oh like an old God. horror movie. It's it is so crazy to see that. And again, we're looking at competition. If you get an NXT game, you know uh, what if another I company... heard a, a rumor that an AEW game is going to be made. So there you go. There you go. And that's dangerous because AEW is already – I started – I look, I used to love wrestling growing up, man. Like, I watched that shit a ton, and I stopped because the WWE just got corny as fuck. And then uh, I've just heard some really good things about AEW, and um, I, I started watching it. It's so good. And they're, like, they're clearly stealing all the thunder. Like, they're going after, yep. the, the, like, quote, returners, like, people who – uh, like me, grew up in like the 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 nineties, the two, early two thousands, who really liked wrestling. They're kind of channeling that into it, and if they get a game out of that, man, I'm I'm just exactly. saying it'll, it'll help them out so much because they already got a TV deal with TNT. Like they're they're going places at this rate. Um, if they just increase their roster in, in the right ways, holy shit, man, that would be that would be really really bad news for the WWE. Like they they better hope that they can like fix this or get it on track or improve the brand before AEW like really they've gained steam but like really just hits their stride that'll be dangerous yeah. not like it'll end WWE I think it's too popular for just like little kids but um they'll definitely have to fight a lot more to get people in the door Mallory are you liking what you're uh, what you're looking at sorry I'm like watching a no bunch no of you don't have to apologize no. I, was, I, I, I was I was I was genuinely asking you <laughs> these are really bad yeah 76 level I... or uh, worse Oh, I think they're animation. I think they're they seem worse. worse. Yeah. They seem worse. Yeah, this is pretty bad. Isn't that crazy? I don't I don't I don't understand how you could launch a game like this. Timelines. That's what it is. I'm learning know. so much today. I remember no, I got I'm an email that. from somebody who was making Road to Hell, which is considered one of the worst games that's ever been released. And oh, Ride he to emailed Hell. Me. Ride to Hell, sorry. Oh and I was going to review it. And this is when I was a small channel, but there was one forum that really liked me, and there were some guys in there. And one of the guys never had said he did any software development. And I just got a DM, and he was like, under no circumstances should you buy this game. And he was one of the wow. lead programmers. And, and I would, I, so I didn't. I was like, okay, you know, I've got other things. It wasn't really high on my list. And then I saw it, and I was like, imagine what the day. I like how you didn't blink at that. That's crazy. I've never received an email like that. If I yeah, got that it was from just someone... like, just run, bro. It was like you're I, – I think he said something along the lines of, we like, to review it, you should, you know, have somebody pay you the, the return on the investment of your time. Oh it's that – it's so bad. You won't believe it. And yeah, it I mean, I I played it for a video. <laughs> oh, it's, did you? It's not bad. Yeah, it's. Have you have you played it at all, dude? I didn't touch it when he. Let, I trusted let's just him. say there are sex scenes with clothes on. It's really really fucking weird. Like, there's one part where there's one part. I'll tell you a little story. There's one part where oh, I'm walking around this area and this guy's like harassing a girl. I'm like, what the fuck? And like the way they were doing it was really weird. And you fight this guy and you knock him out. And so she just decides like, hey, we're gonna fuck. And it's really just. It's really fucking weird. Wow. 
because you just see him like humping her, but like his clothes are on. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little already, but it's really no, that's awesome. awesome. It's really that's bad, awesome. man. It's really, 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 really bad. I mean, it's hilarious to watch. Like, but like you could even see like my face in the video was getting red. I was like, oh my god, like this is really <laughs> bad, man. <laughs> so, um, where the how, what the hell were we talking about? Delay Ubisoft delay. Yeah, anything about the Last of Us Part Two? Sorry, we t- we totally got caught up on Ubisoft. I'm happy they delayed it. Like, I, yeah, I, I I never got to correct myself. I'm not unhappy they delayed it. I'm just annoyed that you'll have to wait. Just no, no. Just I don't care. Oh. Just why put why put out a release date? <laughs> why? Like why so recently? Oh, you yeah. mean because it was a month prior? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like sure. what the fuck? That's <laughs> so ridiculous, man. Like what happened in that month where they're like. Mm. Yeah, move this back three months, man. This isn't good. Like, what? You want to put your, you want to put tinfoil hats on for a second, and, I'll exp- and you tell me if I'm going crazy. All right, do it. Ready? Okay, do it. Jim, the Jim Ryan, I think the guy who took over for Sony from Shane. What was his name? Uh, Sean Layden. Sean. Um, he's the guy who also said backwards compatible doesn't matter. Like systems shouldn't be backwards compatible. Nobody ever uses it. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. He's also the guy that has been changing all of their um, strategies for Sony's PS5. I'm wondering if there's some gap there that they're trying to fill, and that's why you not only got one game moved, you got two, especially when you look at Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima not having any overlap whatsoever in gameplay style. They're not at all connected. It's like Dark Souls and fucking Outer Worlds. Like, they're, they're, they're not really... There's no real reason to worry about their releases even being within maybe two months. Makes sense. So I'm just wondering if, yeah, oh, uh, yeah, I'm just wondering if there's something else going on for the release and it's a sliding out to keep, you know, people excited about Sony, which there's nothing really wrong with that. You know, uh, companies will move stuff to, to, to make sure everybody's talking, but it just seems like one month is almost like somebody looked. That's certainly not for QA or something where uh, like that's it seems to be something along the lines of just a business decision. And if so, yeah. It would make sense to me that they're rolling out their ideas for the PS5. Maybe there's a gap in games. Um, I think just last month, the team finally said they had started PS5 backwards compatibility investigation. And that is, anybody who's working on an emulator or anything like that will tell you that's a tight timeline to be ready in 2020. So maybe they're worried about what they're offering. And it's more along the lines of like trying to make sure people still want a PS4 because you've got these games a little later into the year than you would expect, especially when you have a new system. Or they want to show you the PS5 version of Ghost of Tsushima, which hmm. people have hinted about as well. Like, are we going to see a, a step up in the you know graphics on the PS5 particular version? should be interesting to see, too. They hit the nail on the head. Yeah. I never thought of the uh, the separate versions. That's well, the same point. version, but like a PC, low power yeah. PC, high power PC. I, right. I'm just wondering if maybe they're like, it'll be a little closer to the release of that console, and they can say, and it looks good. I mean, at least from the trailers we've seen. Who knows? You never. Ghost of Tsushima is a little less surprising just because we haven't heard anything about it. You think that true? It's been become earlier. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It hasn't been any data on that game. Confusing, man. All right. Do you guys want that game? Because I'm going to be honest, everything I've seen was just like some pretty <clears throat> graphics and a dude slicing a sword. It never grabbed me. Like, let's Gameplay say Last of Us did. A little, little clunky. A little clunky. What about you, Mallory? Have you even seen anything on it? Nope. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I'm not convinced. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I'm sorry. I have yet to be convinced. I, uh, I, it looks good. 
like aesthetically and world open world wise, it looks interesting, but um, I'm just a little jaded that they're not doing Sly Cooper. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so that's the real reason. So they can fuck themselves. I'm just saying. <laughs> Sly uh, Cooper would be dope. I'm waiting for that too. Thank you. I know, right? Like, I, I don't know why they haven't done it. They, uh, they apparently this month, obviously it's not happening. I think it got canceled, but there's no news on it. Uh, they were supposed to launch a Sly Cooper TV show. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I remember looking it up like two years ago, seeing it. I'm like, okay. And then I was just sitting there talking to someone about Sly Cooper. I think it was my girlfriend. And I looked it up on my phone and I see that it's launching this month. And I'm like, oh, shit. And like they said, they had two seasons prepped. And like it was like 60 episodes. And I thought to myself, oh, oh man. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, what streaming they, service, it. Maddie? Do you know? I think it was supposed to be Nickelodeon. <laughs> like, I don't think it was supposed oh. to be a streaming oh, service. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> I know, right? I, I, just hmm. really, I, I, I really wanted to see them do it because I was like, maybe this will work. And then they'll sort of do like a Ratchet and Clank style remake with the first yeah. or the second Sly Cooper, preferably the second. Cause that was really good. Um, no dice though. Everything I love dies. All right. Wow. That was, that just got so dark. I meant, wow. I just meant, I just meant, I meant like game IPs, not people. Or... You sound like you're singing a Lincoln park song all of a sudden. <laughs> you're like everything I love dies. Yeah. It's funny. My friends and I were singing Lincoln park last night. <laughs> I know, oh dude. I know. You I know, know everything about your life. I've got ESP, man. I know. Okay. I know what you were doing and last night, and you should be ashamed of yourself. Ah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How dare you? How yeah. dare you? Jeez. All right, changing topics. Uh, who wants to talk about Call of Duty? Oh, I will for a second. All Mallory, right. are you going to get Call of Duty? You're not really. Cut she now. loves God. I'm not. I'm not a. You're I've not never a shooty, really been a Call of Duty type. Fan? No. No. The um, next game I'm looking forward to is like Planet Zoo, Animal Crossing, like oh, games Planet that are, Zoo, for sure. that are like Crossing? quite yeah, the yeah. opposite. <laughs> well, Sims is my favorite series one. of all time, so we're not that opposite. I've, um, I've been playing a lot of Sims 2, so that's dope. Yeah, Sims 2 is awesome. Uh, Eric, have, you seen, have you seen Mallory's reaction to when uh, Animal Crossing got announced? Wait. Oh boy. Wait. Uh, there was no reaction. The, the the reveal or not the reveal the uh, I'm kidding I'm oh. kidding uh, no when the they when they finally video, was it a release yes, date that's, that's what it was that was me oh was it you really like, you Mallory who is this who is this person was and it really you before I, I continue it was me it was that's at, that's the one I was actually talking about a couple months ago on the podcast or a couple weeks ago on the podcast, <laughs> Maddie when I said I just don't get emotional like I saw people crying about Animal Crossing. I did not realize that's actually. I bet you it's. I bet you it's that video that I saw. <laughs> bet you a million dollars. Um, but hey, I'd cry if they did a Sims Five and it was open world. But it, it, when it comes to Call of Duty, yeah, um, did it, Kotor. overall, it. Uh, oh, dude, Kotor would be awesome. Um, they, won't. they won't. So with Call of Duty, I'll just say it's another Call of Duty. I was. I, I was telling Maddie. I was sort of upset about the uh, Call of Duty review event because I think review mm. events just lead us down a horrible discussion. Uh, about like exactly what you're experiencing when you're at an event and their internet versus your home internet. Yeah, IGN right. refused to go. Uh, US that Gamer blew my refused mind. to go. Well, IGN's refused a couple times. So is US Gamer. US Michael Williams. He's been on the podcast, my podcast, a couple times, and he's very pro everybody doing the same content at the same time and doing it from your house. Mm -hmm. Like whatever you may, however you may experience the game is how you should review right. the game. I guess. Um, and uh, I think he was involved in the Metal Gear Solid 
fiasco as well. I think I think they they turned that down as well. But um, overall, I would still say it's a Call of Duty, right? And I know Maddie and I disagree on a couple, but he hasn't. What one was the last one you liked of Call of Duty? Uh, I I played a lot of Black Ops Four, but I mean it was mostly like competitive with my friends. You know, it wasn't like I was in the pub matches. That's the thing. My my opinion on Call of Duty is like relevant but irrelevant because I don't play it for public matches and I you're sometimes just with your friends yeah. and I literally like yeah I play this thing called game battles you hop into a private match you invite like a separate team online you, you like compete and sometimes you can win money oh That's gotcha kind of long um, short of it I, I was just gonna say like I read the reviews PC gamer had some issues at the review event and stuff so I didn't know what to expect there were some issues getting online but overall yeah it's Call of Duty it's a little slower aim down sights is a little slower which I sort of like because I'm an Arma fan I like so simulation right. stuff I sort of dig and I like the slightly lower pace mm-hmm. it was okay the AI so you can do multiplayer and if you can't fill a server you can put AI in and I'm telling you I am. I just want to shake the hand of the person who made the AI because they so stunningly failed at made, making anything <laughs> intelligent. I thought you were heading it down a pa- positive path mind there. blowing. I have video in my Discord I've been posting of enemies on their team on one side of a fence, my guys on my team, four, their four, and me and my other player just staring at them as they're circling just like 500 miles an hour. They're just, all the AI is just completely borked. <laughs> um, so anybody who's out there playing, you probably don't play with the AI, but I would also not fill out any servers with AI. It's, it's very terrible. Call, uh, the campaign is pretty good and it looks gorgeous. Like always. I think, I think they're, uh, multiplayer looks like multiplayer. So it's a step down, you know, to get okay. the, that many people online and all throwing grenades at one second, not have it drop frame. But gotcha. uh, the campaign itself is pretty beautiful, which I've always liked. I like the bib like bombastic i'm okay with a michael bay game and that's what it is i mean it's you know it's not offering anything new though and some of the people who said that it feels piecemeal i would agree with there's a lot of weird decisions in the multiplayer like this is this many people this is this many people this you can do online this you can do offline in fact we had to get an excel spreadsheet and fill it out to figure out who was going to play what because we didn't know how many people could join in different groups it was you know, there's a lot of that where it doesn't feel cohesive. Like, I just switch games. Yeah. Well, we, we <laughs> yep. wanted to for a, re, uh, for a video. Right. Uh, once sense. again, like, w- w- what will you do for a video versus what would you do on your own? But mm-hmm. uh, it's right. been fun. It's been fun to shoot guns and stuff like that. And from what I, I've talked to a couple people who've jumped in who seem to have enjoyed it, I've only spent about six hours in it. And it's, it's been enjoyable. I don't think it's going to stick around at all. I think it'll be a little bit like Black Ops, where like all of a sudden Apex is back to number one, and you don't hear anything about it. Mm-hmm. Free free to play games are hard to fight when they're good. Yeah, I play Smite all the time. <laughs> yeah, Smite, Apex, all of it. You know, like if you have a free to play game that's in any way sound, it's very difficult to fight it. I think they're bringing uh, League of Legends to consoles. I don't know if I misheard that. Oh, really? I, I didn't hear about that. I th- Let me double check that. That's crazy. I was listening to a podcast, and I thought that's what I heard, but I was driving, so I was like, I don't know. Would you play it crazy. on the console? Uh, only reason I would, and people are going to like eye roll heavily at this, but the only reason I would and not PC is just because that's where my friends play. Like a lot no, of people, like a lot, no. Well, here's the thing: a lot of people like the thrash that, like, I'll, I'll do like all my reviews if I can on my PS4. Um. It's just because that's usually where, where I'm always gaming. It's like the most optimal setup for me. It's like where my like everything is. 
So, like, I just prefer to, to review there. And, like, I, I remember reading a fucking comment today that was like, why in the absolute fuck would you, uh, I don't know why I'm using that accent, but, like, why in the fuck would you Why <laughs> would you play on, on a PS4 for The Outer Worlds? I'm just like, oh, who cares? Dude, I think I got the same one. Yeah, I'm like, I, I, le- I legitimately think I got the exact same. I mean, those are almost the exact same words of which I in- informed him that I was only offered one code for one console. Like, you also can't just demand whatever you want from a game. It's coming to League of code. Legends is coming to consoles and mobile next year as Wild Rift. Yeah, I'd play it. So, I mean, just to check it out. They'll probably kill it too. There's definitely. There's definitely a market for that, so yeah, they'll probably yeah, do it. I mean, That's think awesome. Of it this way, it's this awesome. company until like a couple of weeks ago, where they announced a ton of shit, like <laughs> lived off one game for ten years. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. that is. Crazy. And then announced how many? Five in one day. How many did they announce? I think they announced that shooter, that hero Four shooter that kind of looks like two D fighter, a, a card game, a fighter. Yeah, they announced like yeah four. Four if or five. You, if you account for the port, yeah four. Yeah, they expanded. I mean, it was about time. It's kind of like what I expect one day Steam will do with, like, a bunch of their shit that's just, like, lying dormant. They're just going to be like, mm-hmm. Left 4 Dead 3 and Half-Life 3. And, Portal and, and Portal, Portal 3. Yeah, you're right. Portal's the best out of all those as far as I'm concerned. I know that's a hot take, right. but... Wow. I, I agree. I agree. Mm. I, I like Portal the most. It's just it's just too charming. You know, like, I, I'd say I care about Left 4 Dead the most and Half-Life. I'm just like, all right, it's it's good. But um, I think uh, I, played, I, think I played it way. After I, I played Half Life. So did I. I played Half Life much, much, much later on, and I. It's just I don't think it's the same experience. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of like Fallout One and Two for me. Like if I were to play it many years ago, I would have enjoyed it yeah. more than I would now. I get that. I get that. I I liked Fallout Two a lot. Fallout One, I was like kind of going through the motions. Like I just. I, I'll be honest, I don't really care that much for Fallout 1, but, like, Fallout 2, I, I really enjoyed. It was just because it was, like, very not Fallout in a sense. Like, there was, like, the game was always, like, breaking the fourth wall. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, you'd be talking, like, there was one point you could just visit Chris Avalon's grave, and I'm like, oh. Oh, the writer of the game. Okay, sure. <laughs> Why the <fuck> not? <laughs> Um, all right, that, uh, that'll wrap it up for Call of Duty. And if there's nothing else, we'll get into patron questions. Just before, let me check, verify we didn't yeah. miss any news while yeah, we talked, doing his, which doing has, his happened us, has happened to us before. Um, I'm just verifying. Uh, Last of Us delayed, blah, blah, blah. I see nothing that we missed. We've How many times have we jumped in and then talked about a game, and then at the, they're posting and being like, Oh, are you, oh, are you talking? talking about the questions? No, I was looking for the news okay. because there's been times where you and I covered like something on Spider-Man or whatever, and while we were talking during the podcast, yeah, the news yeah. got updated, and we sounded like a bunch I of you, I thought you were checking well, the, mostly. The, the, <laughs> I thought you were talking in the, about in the Discord. No, um, no, no, no. Just because I was reading, and I, I, I forgot to interject um, people's questions throughout the show um, because I am rusty. This is what happens when you just take one week off. What happens when I take my holiday break? You guys are fucked. You're coming back to an awful show. All right, here we go. Uh, let's get into the patron questions. Um, we're going to start off with jpat93. Um, now, one question's for me, one question's for Carrick, but Mallory's going to answer both. Let's do All it. Right. Uh, to me, it's what's my favorite desert island console? The hell is that? Does that mean like... What, is it, what? You're stuck on a desert island. Oh! Which console... Which console would you would you bring? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh man. Mm. 
I'll bring my PS2. I was going to say the same thing. There we go. All right. Good taste. Yeah, I, I think PS2's Maybe a 3DS. That was going to be my second. Interesting, yeah. It, if Sony, in that alternate universe, I'm stuck on an island for some reason, supported the Vita, I'll take that with me out of spite. <laughs> just tell everyone to fuck themselves Vita. while I'm going to the island. I'm just fading away. <laughs> wow. All right, Carrick, your question is, what's your least favorite console controller? N64. Oh, yeah. That was quick. You were just, yeah. dude, like, you've been holding that in. <laughs> dude, I've been, uh, it's angst. It's pure angst. I hate that controller with such a passion. Yeah, for sure that one. I just used it the other the other week. My girlfriend and I were playing Pokemon Stadium. Did you need a third person to help you? There's, <laughs> I, I hate that controller. Well, since Pokemon Stadium was just, like, selecting moves, it wasn't that bad, but, yeah. Oh, when I, when I, I liked to, like, Pokemon Stadium yeah. a lot. Oh, that's an amazing game. That's an amazing yeah, And game. I don't like Pokemon, but that was actually very enjoyable. There's still really something like special that, yeah. about it. Like, when we were playing, the commentator that's, like, yelling mm-hmm. over the match was, like, making specific remarks about shit that was happening. I was like, this game had a lot of detail, even for back yeah, then. Yeah, it, like, it was a great game. It was yeah. a great game. Mallory, least favorite console controller? It's a hard question. It's a really hard question. Uh, either the Nintendo Switch Pro controller. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, like, I like the hot take. <laughs> I don't know. It's I don't know. I don't. I feel like I don't have a good enough reason for it, other than it's just like too chunky. My hands right. are really small. Mm. Xbox controllers usually I'm not like the biggest fan of either. I love like PlayStation controllers. The PS4 controller feels really good in my hand just because they're just small. I actually just um, Xbox sent me the uh, Elite Two controller and it Ooh. is amazing. I love it, so it's kind of like changed my mind a little bit. I feel it just feels right in my hands, even though my, they're very small. So good. Um, I don't know though. I don't feel like I, I have I like a super if, if like hatred towards a controller, other than like maybe I'm not a huge fan of the Nintendo Switch Pro controller, and I'm, I wouldn't say I hate it. I'm just not a big fan. Okay, no, that's fair. I mean, you don't have to hate something. That's good. Um, Tropical Ice Cow. Oh, man, we got some great names in here. <clears throat> Asked last week, but for Maddie, what launch titles do you expect for PS5 and Scarlet? And what games would you love to see? A Killzone or a Resistance would be great. Secondly, what are your thoughts on the Batman Arkham Legacy leaks? Um, Mallory, oh, yeah. we usually don't get these like direct questions like by name. Like, Aren't they usually like, character, like really general? And yeah, like we yeah. just answer them, but now like, <laughs> everyone's addressing by name. <laughs> um <laughs> Launch titles I'd expect for PS5 and Scarlet. Obviously, Halo for Xbox. I think that's already confirmed anyway. Mm-hmm. PS5, my pre- my big prediction has always been, and I just keep saying it so I can tell people I told them so, I think that Horizon Zero Dawn is going to get a sequel for a launch title. Um, with the new delay, Ghost of Tsushima seems like it's plausible to be a, um, a launch title instead. There's like, you know, let's just put this around the PS5. Even if it launches for the PS4, like launch it on the day the system comes out and because of backwards compatibility have an enhanced version or some shit um i don't know if playstation's gonna fill out the shooter area because they're, they're more known for like third person action games and and microsoft is gonna have halo and it's like Halo's such a recognizable shooter brand do you fight against that or do you just keep embracing the strength that really like propelled you since the end of the ps3 um i would just stick with that if you guys feel like chiming in with any hot takes, by all means. I answered it last week. That was oh. the one repeated question. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mallory? Anything? Probably another Last of Us, another Uncharted. Yeah. 
just run through them all. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I feel like all those typical games will probably come PS5. Yeah. Secondly, what are your thoughts on the Batman Arkham Legacy leaks? Did any of y'all catch this leak? This fucking yes. spicy-ass leak? Yes. So, for those who don't know, apparently, what's happening is it's going to be a Batman Arkham game where your your uh, villain is the Court of Owls, and you play through, like, the the family of, like, Batman, Robin, I think Nightwing, and I think Batwoman would be the other one. Um, it's going to be those four. And, like, some people were saying it could go wider than that, but the leaks were saying more accurately it's been it's been narrowed down. They, they aren't sure, though. But presumably that's what it's going to be. Um, I imagine based off that whole premise right there alone that it's going to be more like Shadow of Mordor style. But I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on this because personally I'm hyped. I think this sounds awesome. I'm very excited for a new Batman game because it's been so long now. Like I've had time to miss it that like if they if they did this in 2017, I'd be like, okay, cool, more Batman. But like now that it's been four years, I'm I'm ready. My body's ready. Going on five Anything years. Mallory? Yeah, um, I'm going to be a hater. Uh, Superman, Superman, I'm sorry. Superhero games and or movies are not my thing. No, that's not a hater, but I thought you were going to say like overrated. I thought you were going to be like, they're no, overrated. No, no, I'm like, no. that's a hater statement, but. <laughs> no. All right, that's they're fine. Not so much my So thing. you've never played like Spider-Man PS4. You don't go to see Endgame. Mm-hmm. No, no Joker in your system. I, I did. I did. I did see Endgame and it was okay. really good. So I actually, and I would like to see Joker. I will probably end up watching it after it's not in the theaters anymore, but it's not like something, like if my friends and, you know, my husband wants to go see it, I'd be like, let's do it. But I wouldn't probably like More of a social thing to go out and enjoy together. Yeah. I respect that because like, I enjoy them a lot, but like, I feel like because it's so, is the word accessible? Oversaturated. Yeah. Thank you. That's, that's the word for it. There's just so much It's hard to build up excitement. When there's just a lot of it, you know? Yeah. So I get that. Especially movies. Especially movies. All right. That's that's totally fair. Carrick, do you have any uh, any excitement then for the Batman Arkham C? Or, or Arkham C? Yeah, that'll be the so, abbreviation. The other rumor <clears throat> was that... So the lead voice who did Batman said he's not in the new game, which I think indicates they'll go with the Batman is missing, and it's actually not Batman. It's, uh, Bat, uh, it's Robin, uh, Nightwing, maybe Batgirl. And you're playing them as you're trying to figure out where Batman went and what's going on there, especially because the Court of Owls, which I'm just now getting into because I've never liked comics and I'm just now getting into comics. I happen to be reading that and they are like one of his best nemesis, like one of the smarter ones. Mm-hmm. And they, in fact, one of the things they do is trap him for a year um, using like drugs and psychosis and all this stuff. So that would be cool to see them not. It would be called Batman Legacy, but it, legacy as a term, most companies don't name their game without it meaning something and to Mm -hmm. me legacy would matter would sort of make more sense if it wasn't him and it was those people that at least at that time had to take on the mantle and yeah it'd be cool i'm super excited for it man i would love to see i think it's been just about enough time for me to be excited as well for those just like you i was by by night i enjoyed but i was like i'm done and then the movies were just and now that they've sort of petered out a little bit i think it's the right time it would be it's the right time yeah next year would be a good imagine Sony walking out at E3 and saying, exclu- you know, exclusive. PS4. Oh god, exclusive for because they, they are DC no, they're, <laughs> dude, they are tight with Warner Brothers. Like the like mm. every time, every time anything for that is announced, PS4 uh-huh. gets early shit. Yeah, yeah. Like I could see them, you know, maybe not exclusive, but maybe some DLC yeah. or something. Exclusive. We shall see. I, I hate that shit, by the way. 
Molotov Michelle has multiple questions. One of them we answered was about, do we still have any sort of faith that Bethesda can come back from the damage to their uh, reputation over these last few years? So we did cover that. But um, here's a more nuanced question about the PlayStation 5. A lot of next-gen talk. Um, and given that the year-over-year sales are kind of going down, it makes sense why people are very invested in yeah. what's happening next. Um, she asks, with PS5 and it likely having a trophy system again, what would you like for them to change, renovate, add to make it better? You know me so well. I love trophies. I love getting them. Um, you know, it's it's hard to think of that because I think right now it's one of those if it's not broken, don't fix it systems. Like, I, I enjoy the taking a screenshot um, at the time of the trophy being acquired because you'll have games like actually Days Gone where they sort of set up the, 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 screen, the trophy to go off at a, a specific point in a cutscene so that when you look at um, the pictures when you're going through your trophies you can like remember certain moments and it, it's particularly designed around that um, I like the the rarity thing so it feels a little bit better when you get them because um, it's not for everybody but if you're into trophies like you get this kind of system where, where you see yeah. like oh man I have a platinum trophy that only uh, like 2% of people have and you're like hell yeah like my friend has the smite platinum which is really hard to get I only have like 80% of the trophies but it takes, it's got like, I think a 0.1% completion rate, like insanely low. So he's probably like one of a hundred people or something like that based off all the amount of people who play the game. And like, I've tried going for it. Like, it's just, there's some stuff that's, you just have to play the game a lot and, and hope you get there and you have to put hundreds of hours in. Um, I don't know what I'd want them to add or make better because I really like it as it is. Maybe, you know what? Here's one. Here's one. Um, I thought what was really cool is for Bloodborne in the UK only they did this, um, where if you got the platinum trophy for that game, they would give you a unique dynamic wallpaper. And I was like, man, that's cool. I got the Bloodborne platinum thinking that it wasn't going to be UK only, and it was. So that was really disappointing anyway, but I still felt good that I got it. But I'd love to see them give like little rewards like that, like an avatar, a wallpaper, um, I think uh, Mallory's dog agrees with that. So um, <laughs> anyway, uh, those are those are little things I'd change. I don't know, uh, Carrick. You don't like trophies, I know that. So or you're not you're not big on them. You turn them off, in fact. So I I was gonna say I would love if the next gen allowed me to nuke them from my system. Oh my god! Yeah. I, I such I, a strong I, opinion. Yeah. I, yeah, I hate them. Well, he loves them. I hate them. We 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 do. We cer- there's certain things that we are completely on opposite sides. And that's, that's yeah. one of them. That's okay. It's, it, it is I only okay like that you you're wrong. That's and okay. Far Cry Primal is good. <laughs> oh, but no. Here we go. Um, I, I did say, I hold on. Say, I did say that I probably, if I went back to it, I might did. enjoy it a little you bit did. more. Well, that's all. You did. I, I would say I like your idea of giving something. See, the problem I have with achievements is, first of all, I don't want game makers creating achievement or creating the game around the achievements. Right. I, hate I would the agree idea with that. that. And I'm nervous that as it becomes bigger that might be a thing however giving a dynamic wallpaper or giving something which most don't xbox does an amazing thing with the sound i will admit when i because i review so i get them rare most of the time like i'll get a rare achievement and it'll, it has this crystalline saccharine sound to it that like gets in my ears and i love it but that's the only thing i would love to get something from right. it, like a, a picture that's fine. I, 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 if they add something to it, I, I think they're much more useful than they currently are. Speaking which is of Xbox, just a thing. You want to know what's 
on my Xbox that I haven't touched in a good number of months. <laughs> Let's get some guesses. What do you guys think is on my Xbox right now? On your Xbox? Sitting on there? Sitting on there. Forza? No. Uh, it's not a game. I can promise oh, you that. Not oh, it's not a game. It's yes, not a game. Sorry, I should have been more specific. It's just random objects. They haven't touched in a while? It, I'm saying I haven't touched the console in a while. That's why these things are on top of my Xbox. Oh, I have no clue. Oh, you're saying items on your actual like, yeah, console? Yeah, this is okay. This is this is suddenly lost its. I was this like, is, is it on your Xbox or is it? Yeah, like, he's so, saying it's laying on, on his Xbox. <laughs> I, I thought it was no like clue. an application yeah. and or like an item. You no, had on on, on the Xbox. actual physical product sitting on my shelf over there. I have. Come to. on, Maddie. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> At least one guess before I unveil something that's totally a unimportant. Bar a bar of Irish Spring soap. Okay, you're actually really close. That's hilarious. They ha- wait, how, wait that you PSP. haven't touched in how long? He what, just months? A long time. Days? A long time? Are you calling me smelly? No. I was. Uh, the <laughs> joke was that you were smelly, yes. That actually was <laughs> what my joke I just put that together. Was. What the fuck? <laughs> well, some, old, some old food or something. No, I'm not yeah, gross. Yeah, like a pancake, Mallory. Like a pancake <laughs> yeah. from like a month and a half ago. He's no, like, I haven't I touched hate, it. I have like, a friend. All right, we're going to go off track now. I have a friend who actually... It's fucking gross. I remember. I have it on a video, actually. I will. I can go and dig it up. We go into his house to film a, a video for uh, my old series, Friendly Competition. And what I did was for the patrons, I'd film behind the scenes videos. I put them in quotes, behind the scenes. And we were in his room, and he wasn't home at the time. He was like, go inside my house. You can just wait Uh-oh. for me there. Here we go. So we go inside his room, and we open up. Uh, uh, like, Actually, you guys can kind of see. I have a similar hutch system to his. And like, we open up like one right here. And when we do, inside there is a plate with, like, flakes from, like, a su- the sweet and sour nuggets that you can get from a Chinese shop with, like, oh, the fucking disgusting. red sauce. And I'm just like, <laughs> we just pull it out. And I'm like, that is fucking gross. Anyway, I'm not that guy. That is nasty. Um, more importantly, you. thank you. What's on top of my Xbox is golf balls, like a titleist box of golf balls. Now, here's where Carrick was close. I'm looking at a twin pack of men's degree deodorant. I do I use deodorant, that but was this... sort of close. Yeah, you but were... you haven't used that deodorant? I, I, am, I still have deodorant in the bathroom I use. Mm-hmm. That's I, what I, I, I think we're seeing behind the scenes of Maddie's Mallory life. has met me. She can confirm I smell good. Um, what... I don't know. Was Mallory, like, walking up and going... No, probably, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I Mallory, definitely sounded did like. You, did you do that? Did you go? Acceptable? No, I didn't. No, but I, didn't I can yeah. say I can say the time that I, I have was... met Maddie, he did not smell. So yeah, there we go. Say, we were in the he vicinity. I, I definitely didn't make her sound <laughs> <laughs> uncreepy there. Uh, I have a white Mets hat. I have uh, a, a a bill that I have to pay, and lastly is a Spider-Man plushie that my dog got this morning. So the pile Aww. grows, and there's... Oh, I'm sorry. There's a humidifier. This is all sitting on my Xbox. So Your poor uh, Xbox. Yeah. Just want to let you guys know how much I use it. Um, next question. Uh, I don't know if you played this one, Mallory. Vampire was a smashing game. What if they made a werewolf game? Would you like it... To, what would you like it to be mechanically? Wolfier, question mark. I like the name. Have you played Vampire? I have not. Oh, you haven't? Oh, man. I have Such not. a good game. Yeah, you'd like it. Up your alley, in a sense. Um, Thanks. 
honestly, I would like it if they started doing like an ear series, right? And just like changing who you are. That would be awesome. And um, just mechanically, I guess I'd hope it'd be different with the gameplay. But the conversations, I would not want them to change at all. Like that is one thing for sure. Like they nailed it. They nailed the conversations. Um, I would hope they keep that. Make the combat, I guess, better. A lot of people really didn't like the combat in Vampire. I liked it. I thought it was good, serviceable, whatever. Um, it did what it had to do, and it, it had interesting abilities and mechanics. So, personally, I think they should just leave it as is, for the most part, and, and make you a werewolf. Carrick, as someone who's played Vampire, do you agree or disagree with what I am saying? No, I'm playing uh, the Switch version um, for review, and I would say that uh, now that I'm replaying it, it, it's, it is one of the top like games in the last couple of years for me. Okay. It is narratively, it's amazing, and I don't really see much I would want to switch. Um, the werewolf stuff, you're right. I I didn't have a problem with the combat either. Well, you and I agree on almost everything about that game. So I mean, I don't really have much to add. Dodge. I w- dodge, maybe, yeah. But I mean, I would like to be able to, you know, have a, a social system set up for when you turn into the werewolf and people see you. Maybe there's something yeah. there. Um, oh, that's about it. I would agree with you on on all of that stuff. I would like, in fact, I don't know if I would want them to do a werewolf game, do a vampire two, and let somebody else. Because focus, not focus, the other company, they're doing a werewolf game, Paradox, and uh, it's the sequel to. So Vampire and Vampire Two, Vampire the Masquerade one and mm-hmm, two are in the mm-hmm. same D and D world as Werewolf, and Paradox just announced a oh. like sister title to Vampire I didn't or know Vamp- that. Vampire Masquerade. Yeah, I didn't know that. yeah. So that'll be shown at. I, I actually, I think it was shown at uh, PDX Portland uh, last week, if I remember right. I haven't checked to see if what people said about it, but I like those kind of games. Are you okay. not a vampire? Like, uh, is the reason why you didn't play vampires just you were busy, Mallory, or is that not? Is is that like? Are you? Is that uh, too dark? No, I actually enjoy dark games quite a bit. Mm, um, gotcha. But no, mostly time. Mostly. Uh, yeah. I feel like once you start working in games. The amount of games you start playing decreases over time, which is sad. It It really shouldn't be that way, but it's the truth for me, at least, and for a lot of other people that I know. Um, Yeah, because you you when I get excited about the same titles, not the same titles, but games that I know that I'm going to enjoy, and it's harder Mm -hmm. for me to like take a chance on a new game and spend a lot of time doing that. Um, Makes total sense. No, I get it. Yeah, because like when I first started doing YouTube full time, like I told people in 2015, like. I played Fallout for videos. I played Fallout occasionally on my free time, but that was really it. Like, I, I played Rocket League here and there. I played The Witcher. I played Batman. That was really it. Like, I did and Mad Max. But, like, that was really it. Like, that's a really small yeah. group of titles. And over time, I've kind of, like, scheduled it where, you know, I spend days at a time away from games. But I get that completely. Um, ben Jam. Uh, this is two questions for me since I wasn't here last week. Hy- hypothetical situation. Oh, boy. <laughs> I haven't read this one, so this should be interesting. You slip into a coma for a year and recover with no problems. Oh, my. <laughs> that that would be miraculous in its own right. The first thing you do after you wake up is check your phone for video game news. Holy f- That's fucking... That's morbid. Oh, I do remember answering this one. <laughs> what yeah. video game announcements... Video game, and he puts in parentheses, an S. Announcement and or release surprises you most. You cannot say Fallout 3 or KOTOR Remaster. Or KOTOR Remaster. Second question for both, and Mallory, of course. We can all answer the first one. Um, 
Would you rather have never have to sleep again or never have to shower or use the bathroom again? Oh, that's that's going to be a whole fucking <laughs> that's going to be a whole podcast in its own right. Um, if I woke up from a coma, I definitely wouldn't be checking for game news. I'd be like, "What the fuck happened?" Um, <laughs> you can either. tell what matters to your Discord. Yeah, you know, like you know, hey, don't hey. check on your health, Maddie. We need to know what game news you're interested. What an announcement would surprise me? What could I imagine surprising me? I'll say uh, um, Platinum Games announces a sequel to Mutants of Manhattan, and it's actually really good. That's what I'd wake up to and be like, oh, fuck. I'll, do, I'll go with that one. Because they, they sucked at the first one. Mallory, if you slipped into a coma and you had to check video game news when you first awoke, <laughs> what... Uh, um, my... I, it would be Fallout 5, and then it wouldn't be made by Bethesda any longer. Whoa! It would be made by um, Obsidian, and it would be great, and I would cry. <laughs> wow. That and will never happen. A, and you'd release a video, and I would be like, Maddie, I don't freak out about shit <laughs> like this Fallout 5. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. That would be kind of cool. Second question for all of us. Would you rather have to never sleep again or never have to use the shower or use the bathroom again? Now, Mallory, this would tank. Like I said, I was reminiscing on our, our show because it was actually one of my favorite episodes. This this impacts your, your, your Yelp poop emoji business idea you had from a while ago. <gasps> you remember! Yeah, of course. That was, that. A, that was a really, really good idea because I remember you telling me that. I was like, that would actually be perfect. And I think you told me that it turns out it exists. Um, yeah, but it's it's it, it does exist, but it's not great. Okay. So, Jeremy, a, a few years back, I presented the idea of, you know, wouldn't it be nice to know if you're visiting, you know, a city, say for a convention, right? And of course, you want to like find the greatest places to have a meal, right? But wouldn't it be great to understand where the greatest bathrooms are, you know? Oh, I were, see. <laughs> you know, or if you're going to walk into a bathroom that was just like shit, you know, and you're like, I'm, I'm going to avoid this, right? I'm not going to go to this bathroom at Taco mm. Bell, you know, on uh, Mission over here in San Francisco because it's just going to be sketch. Like, I don't want to go to that bathroom. Um, so it'd be like a rating system for bathrooms. It would be great. It's such a good idea. <laughs> I don't know. It how is that was actually done. a good idea. Well, like there's been a lot of like fancy restaurants I've been to and their bathrooms are like yeah. super amazing. And I'm like more, I'm actually more amazed with the bathrooms than the food. Like the food I wow. probably forgot about, but the bathroom, I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. I want to live <laughs> here. <laughs> this is amazing. So, you know, it's just, it's stupid for sure, but it would be funny. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that. I think, I think you have something there. So I'm guessing your answer would be that you'd want to never have to sleep again because if you never had to use the bathroom, then you wouldn't be able to to rate these bathrooms and, and create this app. There would be no inspiration there. But then I would be up all the time. Like, do you want to be up 24-7 for the rest of your life? Sometimes. I definitely run out of time. I'm kidding. It's fair. It's fair, but I don't know. Part of me, like, says that, like, maybe I would sleep and I'd give up the other two. I'm surprised no because then that would leave more time during the day. You know, I think a shower is the one thing that has to stay because that's like your time. That's solitude. Like no one can interrupt you. No one can, can bug you. That has to stay. Never using the bathroom again is what I'd probably pick because we've all had that moment where you're just like out about life is great. And then your stomach flips and you're just like, mm-hmm. Fuck me and it makes that sound where it's like yeah and you're like uh-oh 
and like you just you yep. know a little sweat on the brow you're like i have to find a bathroom and yeah i would if i could avoid that feeling for the rest of my life that would be amazing like i can't believe the human body consists of a function i was thinking of this the other day and i swear i don't do drugs but i was thinking of this the other day where i was like why does the human body have this one function where i'm just like i have to go i guess relieve myself and i'm like oh my god i feel awful <laughs> like it's this scary feeling giving your situation where you're like <gasps> i have to go and there's no bathroom yeah. nearby it's like a fight or flight mixed with a natural need it's really weird i don't know so if you had the app that i invented you'd be able to find the closest bathroom and be all good nice i think bathroom. i wouldn't get you as... could filter yes. by the smallest number of poops i, I don't yep. know how she'd rate them and then be like okay i can go to this taco bell this one's okay it's rated exactly. three out of five poops Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that would honestly make people like me. My life would be so much easier because I'd just look at my phone and be like, "All right, this is safe, man. Let's go." Like I'm, I'm pooping with confidence now. Um, I would love to avoid the anxiety-filled moment of like, you know, you, you like. I remember in school, man. Like you'd walk into a stall and you're like, "What the fuck happened?" Like, <laughs> I swear yeah. to God, I have a friend who worked at a bar and he was like, "I swear, like most thirty-year-olds try to like shit and miss the toilet." Like that's what he yeah. told me because like it was just gross as fuck in there. Oh man. All right, um, moving on to our next question, Aunt Jemima. Do you, oops, hold on, I accidentally, uh, this damn Discord. Um, do you think we'll continue to exclusively see first or third person RPGs from Obsidian leaving behind their isometric RPGs? Mm. I like this question. I think they're going to move on from that stuff because they're now they're owned by Microsoft. They had like the Epic Money. I think I think they don't because like a lot of those those projects were like crowdfunded. I think. I th- yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And so yeah. I think like those were getting by projects. Like they obviously were passionate about them. So I, I guess the term passion project would work too. But I think now that the outer worlds has clicked and they have Microsoft money, I think they're just gonna keep going with this and just get grow beyond what uh, their games have been limited to. That'd be my take. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree, too. Wow, guys. We all agree. Okay. <laughs> no need to discuss further. Uh, da, 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 da. This one might be for you, Carrick. Same, uh, Aunt Jemima. I'm getting mediocre performance of the Outer Worlds on PC. Is there certain settings that have been bogging me down? I have a 2060 Super Ryzen 2070... 27... 20... I have to burp now. 2700X... And I'm getting very consistent drops below 60 FPS on 1080p and very high settings. Also, I'm loving it, by the way. Well, that's good to hear. Um, actually, you know what? I did read uh, some people were having issues on Reddit um, with PC performance. I don't know what kind of monitor you have, but you can only play it around like 1080p, apparently. Like going above that's really what hurts the game at the moment. Um, and certain aspect ratios. Like I think you can't play on like a 21.9 monitor or something right. like that. So, uh check those but yeah that that was a complaint you're not alone on that i don't care if you've heard anything else uh no it's usually shadows and ambient occlusion and ambient occlusion in the game isn't really great so i would say um adjust those first shadows are always a a, a, just terrible they're Mm -hmm. a performance sucker yeah i remember dishonor 2 had that issue yeah very much so uh so I, i i gotta Maddie, you were talking about like gross stories. Let me tell you one. Oh my! Did you? Wow! You don't get a you chance just, to this one, listen. You just have to get off your chest, I guess. You don't. Yeah, you don't get a chance to listen to the anchor, uh, the uh, behind the scenes as a reviewer. But I decided to go to GDC 
and uh, mm. a, a, a PR person at a company was very nice and was like, do you want to see Lego Jurassic Park? And I'm like, yeah, because I'm a Lego fan. I'm like, fuck yeah, man, I'll, I'll go see that. Well, I have an issue, and I have since I was 18, where when I work out really hard, only my right armpit sweats. And I have no fucking clue <laughs> That's really It's ridiculous. Weird. It's ridiculous. So and it doesn't stink, it just sweats. Oh, it's okay. No, no, it's just the right armpit. And, you know, you'll get a little sweaty, but if I'm working out, well, it was hot. It was really hot. And GDC, if anybody knows, packs, they're, they're cookers. They're, they can mm -hmm. be horrendous heat-wise. So this is like the fourth game we see. And this lovely, incredibly nice lady is like, hey, Carrick, you know, she knows me. She, we're talking. We're, I, she's like, go on in. And I'm with Aunt, uh, my friend Vanzelwile and Cadiz from the Discord. And we go and we sit down. And I realize it. And I'm wearing, a, I'm wearing nice clothes. I'm wearing like a business shirt and stuff like that. And I realize it. And I'm like, got to, you know, starting to get wet. So while it's going, I decide I'm going to turn this way. I'm like, you guys sit over here if I do start smelling, which would be rude. So I'm like, mm -hmm. you guys sit on this side, and I'll sit on this side. Because it's near the air conditioner. And it's hot. They didn't pull the blinds, and it's getting warmer. It's on my back. And it's like a 45-minute discussion where the developer's like, we decided to build Legos. And I'm like, I don't fucking care. Hurry up. So I start doing this. You right? Start I start. Me? But here's the problem. Blank girl, very nice person, is right behind me, but she's catty corner. So it looks like I'm masturbating to Lego Jurassic Park from the back. <laughs> Because oh, I'm doing no. this, and I, I don't. I'm doing this, and I'm like, "Fuck, man, what the fuck?" And then all of a sudden, I go, "Oh shit, what do I do?" And I look back, and I almost said her name. I look back, and she's looking at me like, for just a brief second, she was all, "We need to call the cops." And then I see her look, and oh she goes, God. "She goes," and she pointed at her armpit, and she had a sweat mark, and she's like, "And I was all, yeah." Thank God. Thank God. Because that could have been the worst disaster of my life. You it was, canceled, I mean, it bro. looked, oh, dude, it looked so bad. I didn't realize. I was just like, what the fuck, man? And I was talking about this in the review because when you are in the behind the scenes as a reviewer, because when you go to these events, they're horrendous. Well, you know, if you go to yeah. E3 yeah. or PAX and Mallory's gone, like you go to these oh, events yeah. and it's a pressure cooker and it doesn't mm -hmm. take long. And not to be rude, but like PAX after the second day, it reeks. smells it smells no, you're like not the being most rude. horrible, dirty it's gym true. in the world. Yeah. And I'm such a clean freak. So I'm like in there, I'm like in their bathroom, which she could have raided. I'm in the GDC bathroom, like <laughs> trying to spritz this armpit and dry it out. Oh, it was fucking, it was horrendous. But it was a fun, it was, it was a fun time at the same time. I'm just glad I didn't get the calls, uh, you know, cops called on me. You and I would have never met. You would have just he heard this weird story about a dude caught masturbating to Lego Jurassic yeah. Park. Yeah, and like I just would have had to steer clear from you. Yeah, you would have just been like, who's this weirdo? Yeah. And then not, a, you would have never met me. Give, give you a little Probably dunk been better Twitter, for you but you know boost myself yeah all <laughs> right you're the weirdo <laughs> it all worked out well in the end know, it did right? it did i got to review the game that's what yeah. matters <laughs> oh man uh let's see here a lot of outer worlds questions do i do i intend on making any unique weapon and armor guides for the game i saw camelworks put out one and i was excited for that kind of content from you that's from uh, undead our jamie um yeah, I've thought about it. I'm going to do at least the science weapons. I have a whole video planned to just put all of that together so and timestamp it and, and, and put it out for you guys. I think the rest of the uniques in that game, like, they're not hidden. You just beat quests and, like, find them on the ground in, like, locations. They're, they're not, like, tucked away or there's no, like, as far as I know, there's no New Vegas-style pick, like, the there Wild is. Wastelander perk and... There, there is. is. There is? 
I have two that I did not get from quests. I thought no, I found I found exactly like ones. you said. I found... Okay, because like, I found ones that are not on the quests that cut, that pop up, and like, I I didn't I don't know how many there are. Like I found one called Ham- Hammer of Olympus, and it was like splitting a. Ro- Oops, I hit the mic. Sorry, I was like <laughs> splitting a rock, and it was just laying there. Didn't didn't get that one. It was on top of a hill. Yeah, it was a really cool set piece. Oh, nothing cool. nothing happened. It was just like there though. I was like, oh wow, this is mm. cool. Interesting. A little, little war. Um. Holiday Shark asked about DLC for the Outer Worlds and um, due to how well received it's been. So we, we did answer your question, but I just wanted to make sure it was acknowledged. Um, Mallory sadly can't answer this, but Ghost Fixer asks, what's our favorite planets in the Outer Worlds so far? Um, I don't really Start, know. Starts with a B. Byzantium. Oh, I guess we can say yeah because that, those are on the map, right? Yeah, Byzantium. Yeah, yeah, I think that's my favorite too. Very, it's because of how the game's built, and then you go there, and it's just we won't say there, what, but it's very different. Yeah, it's very different from the rest. Nice. All right. Uh... How many planets have you got to, Mallory? Just you're in the first planet, right? Yeah. In Outer Worlds. Yeah, I've okay. not left. Yeah. Okay. I'm very. I'm literally two hours in, so I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm just. Uh, How many uh, NPCs do you have? Do you just have one? Um, I just uh, have uh, sorry, one. Sorry, party members is what. Uh, Pavard, uh, is it Pavardi? I love Pavardi. Pavardi. Yeah, that's all I have right now. Yeah. So this is gonna sound creepy, but I, I, I like don't her. Find, I don't find She's any great. video game character ever attractive. I, they're uncanny valley for me. But there's something mm-hmm. about her and the girl from DMC Five who sells you weapons out of Scooby Doo van. Gee, I wonder why the DMC five. Well, that one makes more sense. But something about her face, her her structure on her face, and yeah. I think that's when I first noticed how much better they were. Was just her look compared to a lot of other NPCs and or sorry, player care, uh, party members. No, she looks she looks awesome. I yeah, actually I love weird. her as a companion. And I love already. her. Yeah, her her uh, the way she is, just mm-hmm. her entire mm-hmm. demeanor is very cool. It's, really, it's like very her. Well, and she seems very she seems very honest. Too and mm-hmm. uh, pretty genuine, so I don't know. They yeah, they nailed the, the the genuine front. This isn't like a spoiler, but like I was just talking to someone who was in the game who's like clearly having a bad day, and she like chimed in. She's like, "Do you want some tea, Mister? I could go make some." I'm like, "That's amazing!" Like I just and I... when she tries to leave, and you have to talk her into not leaving. If you because I kill people sometimes, right. and she'll be like, "How dare!" And I thought that was handled oh, well. They'll do that. I th- yeah, I they'll I read leave before the game launched that they weren't going to do that. So they'll they'll leave. They you... absolutely will pop up. Uh, Reg on my channel did it, and so I went this morning and I went and looked and got to a point and tried to get her to leave, and she actually will be like, "I'm out," and then you have a vocal choice to keep her. Wow! You know, oh, you, wow! You basically, have to talk her into staying. And that's uh, awesome. I, I thought that was very cool. I don't know if they all do it because I never had that with anybody else. Um, but with her in particular, she also seems like that kind of character, though. Mm-hmm. She's very caring compared to right. maybe it fits her. others yeah it fits, it fits her. her very well done character i found i found two companions really disappointing i won't name names but i found two of them just like one just had like a really really boring quest that just like didn't feel i didn't feel it developed him at all and then mm-hmm. one doesn't even have a companion quest it's just like a funny addition it's designed to be and no, i don't want to say i don't want to say what but uh yeah it's just uh it, they let me down, but I mean, the game's not perfect, but it's really, really good. Those are all our patron questions. However, that was a really funny episode. We needed that. <laughs> I needed that, especially that was really good. 
All right. Did, um, I, uh, did I break things up a little bit for you guys? What do you mean? Nothing. Like, you guys have different guests, right? And then sometimes you two... Yeah, no, absolutely. Together. Yeah, no, you absolutely, uh, you, you fit in well and you, you brought a special flavor to the show. And we appreciate that. We appreciate you. And as I always tell you, you are more than welcome to come back on. I know it seems like you're you're busy on Fridays. So I have to catch you Well, I took off work today. Yeah. I took off work today. So. Was it for oh, the other worlds or was it for us? <laughs> was it for no, us? No, I, ac- yeah. I actually meant to do it for the podcast. And it just so oh. happens that both these things like actually happen awesome. at the same time so good it, lie, it worked out good lie good i save. swear <laughs> well i took so, i took off yesterday too so i took oh, off two days, but and you I like know, sims right? so you're welcome anytime we i can love talk sims. sims and we can just maddie doesn't need to show up that's you fine I I, i've been playing sims. a lot of sims 4 so awesome so have i see I'm maddie guys. come on maddie it's time for some sims maddie needs yeah. to break out a video do a video on the sims bro I'm already conceding and playing Animal Crossing for my girlfriend, so I really I oh gotcha. I, I feel like you could have some super funny commentary with with The Sims. Uh, yeah, like I feel like it could be really la- good for you. Building swimming pools, deleting the ladders, starving people. Well, I get pretty dark, but there is some yeah, funny so do stuff I. you can do. Oh, do you? Okay. Yes. See, I knew, I knew there was a dark yeah. side. We just had to oh, talk yeah, to her a little definitely. longer. <laughs> oh yeah. I just dude, remember... The Sims is amazing i played so many the things. sims on a game boy advance yep and, i had that version uh, there i just remember like walking around as a guy and like i didn't know what to do and then he started like holding this crotch area and like jumping around because he had to pee and i'm like how do i i have to pee and how do i pee and i was like too young to figure it out and, oh too young to figure it out i mean it's like a borrowed like... game for my friend but i haven't experienced real sims we'll call it yeah i feel like you would like the sims more than you would like animal crossing like animal crossing is like the most wholesome game it's very wholesome Whereas mm. The Sims, like you could go super dark, you could go any which way direction, mm. and it makes the game that much more fun. So I feel like if I had, yeah. if you had to play two, you would really like The Sims more. And The Sims for you, Maddie, is so sandbox. Like I, so I sing mm-hmm. in mine. I got, got got a guitar, and I was like not making much money. So I went to a bar, waited till it was nighttime when they would go in to listen to music in the bar, and then blocked their door and played music in front of the bar. And so no one could get in the bar, and they just came to me. <laughs> And I made like ten thousand dollars in a day. Like you can do crazy shit if you hmm. if you pay attention. That's yep. very sandbox. I thought it was like and a city builder. Like I I don't know shit about no. Sims. So no. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sim City is a sim. Yes. Yeah. There's Sim City, but Sims is a person simulator, and you can turn up their um their their desires and traits so they'll go pee on their own. You don't. You can mm-hmm. either control them completely or adjust how much you want free will. Uh, free will. That's what it's called. Okay. Yeah. So. You might like it. I mean, it's crazy. Dude, It's it can be so funny. I mean, some of the dumbest shit, you can turn into vampires. You can, I mean, it's, and it's mm-hmm. so in-depth. You, like, you can play it for hours and hours, and then suddenly one of my friends on Discord will be like, did you know you can go to a secret world? And I'll be like, what? Hmm. Like, I had no clue that was there. So it, it might be something you might want to check out, even if it's just for a funny video. Mm-hmm. Or just to tell me I'm wrong in the next podcast. I don't That'd know. be fun. Just do it. Do Just it. do it. See, the thing is, is that I, I worked out, we'll call it a deal with my girlfriend. You know, originally I forgot what I had to make her play, and I would play Animal Crossing. Because um, I remember I picked up Animal Crossing on my 3DS. I think it's, what was it called, New Leaf? And I played it, and it just, like, I don't know if I have, like, legitimate reasoning. I, I just, I think it was, like, the voices, like, that. I just, oh, I don't like so that. They're so cute. Oh, it's like, it's like <laughs> nails on a chalkboard to me. I'm just like, stop. <laughs> I wonder if he would like sim- the Simlish then, because you may not, because they talk. Yeah. I mean, even Katy Perry sings songs in Simlish, and they're in the game. 
And well, so the you thing can, is, it, 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 it's a weird in, language. In Animal Crossing, it's not like a quick, like, blah, 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 and, like, you just, the text keeps going. It's like the whole time the text is moving, like, they'll write a whole it's paragraph. Like, so it's like, yeah, yeah. just keep going. Yeah. I'm just like, stop, enough, I get it, you're talking. Um, <laughs> yeah, that can be bothersome. And so that, that like, was a bad first impression. I think maybe I was a little close-minded. Um, but the agreement was, I was like, look, you have to play the outer world. She's like, okay, but you got to play animal crossing. I was like, okay, then, then we're making a deal. I said, I'll, I'll play that game. If you play the outer worlds. And I mean, cause she was already saying how cool it looks. So I was like, all right, she's probably gonna play it anyway. And I know she, I will not be able to skim by without playing it. So that was the deal that was put into place via text message. Um, so we shall see, we shall see. And then from there, I'll go to the Sims if it's really bad and trust your guys word. If Those I don't are like two that, different games, but it's a good deal. That's a very yeah. good deal, though. I thought so. Yeah. 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 We, we get along well. All right. Uh, any any final comments, questions, concerns? Uh, I don't know. That, that's something I'd say to the audience. Any final yeah, sure. comments from you folks? <laughs> uh, well, thanks, thanks for having me. Thanks to Mallory for coming, yeah. Man, yeah we it's been years. I don't got a fancy setup or anything, you know. I'm not cool like you guys, but I love talking about games sometimes, so it's it's good to be here. It's I have a here, beat so. up bed and a green screen. It is not the. It's I think you have the cleanest setup. setup. In no, fact, mine you're, or no, hers? No, 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 Mallory, because she's got like yeah, plants for sure. And, just and it's all oxygen. white. Look at how oh, yeah. look. At, it's all well lit. It's like an angel, and I'm sitting <laughs> under a Mortal Kombat character or Injustice, right? Injustice. You're sitting in your room. Like we both look like the typical male nerds, and she's mm-hmm. like white angel. I look like a fucking area. egomaniac. I got my name on a fucking. You guys are white funny. <laughs> you guys you are do. Funny. You do. I didn't even <laughs> think about that. It's like do you forget your fucking name, Maddie. It's right there. That's amazing. Well, no, because what happened was if you just removed this, it's it's it was completely empty. And my girlfriend's just like when I was streaming one time, she texted me. She's like, I'm going to fill that up for you with a really cool gift. And so she went Aww. on Etsy and, like, got it customized. And I really no like it, yeah. No excuse. No excuse. Yeah, that's right. I'm pulling out the girlfriend card. Name. I'm just like, yeah, take that character. You've you got your own name. name on a li- And it's not, it's a billboard. It's a yeah. lit billboard, Just man. in case wow. anyone forgets, you know. Because the ego on Maddie. Fuck. It's got a little controller there. This is know. what I have to deal with, people, behind the scenes. Yeah. This is the way he is all the time. After this, I'm going to crush like... open a beer and tell Carrick to fuck himself. <laughs> and, and he guys will never know anything else. <laughs> I'll just not come to the podcast. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll wrap it up there. We hope you enjoyed episode 225. Yes, um, if you got this deep hashtag, um, we'll make oh, this hashtag about Mallory. We have to make this about Mallory because uh, she's a returning. Could be about Did you already poop? do poop, em- poop emoji? Yeah. Did you already do something about poop no, emoji? No, that's a good one. Her? No, no, that's a really good one. We didn't do hashtags back then, I don't think. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Or maybe we did on and off. Or I think we did a question and then people would tweet us, something like that. Uh, if you got this deep, yeah, we'll do, would poop Yelp or just the poop emoji? I think we'll make it easy for them. Just the poop emoji. Just the poop, poop emoji. emoji. Yeah. Perfect. All right, so Mallory, if you get a bunch of poop emojis in your uh, <laughs> in your mentions why. on Twitter, you'll know why. That would be All at right, Mallory Lore, at GG7Status, and at Jeremy Penter. Tag us. Let us know you got this far. Give us feedback for the show, anything we can do to improve. Um, Once again, we hope you enjoy, and we will catch you guys next week. Peace out. Later. Bye. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. 
New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.